Welcome to the World of Koth Players Podcast. I'm Legitimate Mustard. We have something special for you in this podcast. It turns out that GM Trigvi has a life outside of running our sessions. In fact, he has a real job and friends and even a family. Weird. GM Trigvi has a niece, Megs, and Megs recently had a birthday. Unfortunately, due to the global COVID pandemic, it was impossible to have a traditional birthday party. So GM Trigvi put together a one-shot AD&D game for Megs and her friends to have a D&D party, if you will. So what follows is a live play recording of the birthday one-shot adventure where Megs and three of her friends try to find a tough and capable princess who's gone to explore a rather sinister cave all alone. This one-shot AD&D dungeon crawl was recorded for the enjoyment of the players, but we're posting so that others can enjoy it as well. The session is just over four hours, so you may want to collect some snacks and a beverage before settling in. Hello, this is GM Trigvi, and we are here recording a live play birthday advanced Dungeons and Dragons session for Megs. The goal of the session is to be a quick one-shot adventure where four characters get together to search for their missing friend, who decided to go explore in a cave on her own. I'll be the dungeon master for this AD&D first edition game. I'm here today with... Hi, my name is Megs. I'm the birthday girl, and I'm playing Lorelea, an elven fighter slash magic user. Hello, uh, my name is Itsuke Waffletime, and I'll be playing Albaton as a halfling thief. Hey there, my name is Ash, and I'm playing Every Bloodfall, a tough human fighter. Last but not least, hi, my name is Pana Comunista, and I'm playing Repa, a stoic dwarven cleric. Excellent, so you've all spent some time in a nearby inn commiserating about the fact that your friend, Princess Megan Maverick, has decided to go off on her own and get herself into trouble. She's been missing now for three full days, and you know that Megan likes her creature comforts. She likes fine wine, she likes to have nice warm bread, she likes to have her feet rubbed in the morning and sleep in a comfy bed. And suddenly now, she's been gone for three days, so you know she's probably miserable, uncomfortable, hungry, tired, and probably very thirsty. So you've all decided to get together and go to find her. Rumor has it, after talking to people at the bar, that she came in here and learned about a cave about half a day's ride away, and you've basically rented some horses and a person to escort you to the cave, and you hope to be able to find Megan Maverick in this cave alive, preferably, and if not, well, I guess you'll be returning her body to her sorry and sad parents. At any rate, you take the horses to the cave and you find yourself at the entrance to a dark, dingy cave. Although looking inside the cave, you can see about 16, 20 feet in, the beginnings of light. And then further into the cave, you can see that someone has lit torches on the walls and placed them in little nooks in the rock, providing light in what would normally be just a simple, empty, dark cave. So clearly, Something's in here. Now, you should see in roll 20, your characters, 
Uh, they're all sitting at the entrance of the cave, and you should see an area of the cave that's lit up. Is that what you all see? Yes, I, I, I do see a cave. I just see a black screen. You just see. You have to a scroll black... around a bit. Yeah, you have to scroll I down. Scroll. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Okay, very good. How do you scroll down? Via mouse, I just kind of swiped around a bit. Yeah, you can yeah. use the if you have a little trackball on your mouse or a little track wheel on your mouse, you can scroll down with that. Or there are some sidebars in Roll Twenty where you can manipulate the screen, going left, right, up, and down. Okay, you're at the entrance <laughs> of the cave. You are convinced, based on the rumors that you've heard, that Megan Maverick is somewhere in this cave. But she came here days ago. It's eerily quiet. It's a little uh, moist in the cave, a little damp. Um, there's a little bit of um, sort of a film of dew on the ground outside, but uh, deeper into the cave you really can't see too much aside from the fact that there are definitely torches farther in. Um, the illuminated area looks relatively dry compared to outside, but it smells damp. So what are you all doing? Uh, I'll head to the um, torch uh, area on the left around the corner. Okay, go ahead and move your character. Please do so slowly and give the rest of the party a chance to decide what they're doing. So, um, Albaton is going to advance forward by herself. Now, what is uh, Redva doing? Is it Redva? Oh, I don't want. Al yes, I don't want Albaton going all by herself. So I'm gonna follow her to see what's going on. Okay, you should be able to grab your characters and roll twenty and move them yourself. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll move you for now, then. You're going to move up by Redva? <laughs> yes. Are you going to move past Redva or? Uh, yes, to, to the uh, center of the torch. Okay. And um, Lorlea? Am I saying that right, Megs? Lorlea, yeah. Lorlea. What Lorlea. are you doing? Mm -hmm. I'm going to advance with them, but stand in the gap between the two torches to make sure nothing comes from the other side. Okay, and finally, Every. Um, I'm just gonna join them. Okay, can you move your character? Okay, very good. All right, so you all move up. So, uh, Albaton, you were trying to move quietly, but of course the dwarf next to you in plate armor jiggles her way up there, making all yeah. kinds of racket echoing through the corridor. Immediately, every you see in front of you, a bat is disturbed by the noise and begins flying towards the group. It's a very large bat. It seems to be trying to exit the cave. So very quickly, Megs, what is your character doing? It's just trying to exit, just moving out of the way. Okay, moving out of the <laughs> way. It's not trying to attack Very good. Right. Um, I am going to stand completely still. Since I'm already two and a half feet tall, I think I'll be fine. All right, Redva? Yeah, I'm just going to stand still so my armor doesn't start the bat more. All right, and finally, Every. This bat is flying right towards the group. You think it's probably leaving? What are you doing? Um, you know, I'm going to try and stop it just in case it's not leaving. It could be an eagle bat. All right, so <laughs> are you trying to stop it with your sword, or are you just trying to grab it out of the air? I'm going <laughs> to say my decision's less sound now, but grab it out of the air. You're going to grab it out of the air? All right, do me a favor and roll me a d20. Your dexterity is 16. You're going to be at a plus 4 disadvantage, so you want to roll 12 or under to grab this bat. So if you look on the side, you'll see a dice roller, and it's a little dice, 
And if you click on the dice roller, just hover your mouse over it, you can pick a d20 die and then roll it. There you go. And you rolled a two, so with a feat of absolute brilliant dexterity, you jump up and grab this bat directly out of the air. You grab it by both of its wings. The bat is screeching and squealing and flapping its wings, but you have a hold of it. Now that you're holding the bat, Every, and it's clearly angry and trying to get away from you, what are you doing? I'm asking the group for help because I did not think this through. All right, so she's asking for help, and... What's everyone doing to help Every? It's like who's like we also have to think who's closest and who has the best. Like, are we trying to kill it? Well, Guys? right now it's on top of Every because Every grabbed it as flying by. So, slightly behind and lower than Every is Redva and Albaton and Lorlea. You're over off to the right, going down a corridor next to another torch. So I'm not close enough, guys. One of you either has to smite the bat or. Do something! Ah, I am I going to um, just take one of my daggers and then just stab. Stab? Alright. I really did not want it to kill the bat. I don't want to kill the bat. I'm sorry. It's just a bat. Look at it. We made him mad. <laughs> well, apparently, him apparently, Every has decided she wants to grab the bat out of the air, and apparently, Albaton is going to attempt to jump up as high as Albaton can and stab upward with her dagger. So, Albaton, on your character sheet, you're going to notice a, a weapons area, and there'll be dagger melee attack. If there's a little dice button next to your dagger weapon, if you click that, it'll automatically attack for you. Now, it'll ask you for an adjustment. Just Roll. put just put next, next, zero, zero. You have no bonus, no penalty. Sounds good. There you go. All right, your roll of an 11 hits AC 10. Normally, this bat would be dodging aside and trying to get away from you, but it's being held by every. So with every holding it out, flapping and screeching, you manage to jump up and get just high enough to poke it with your dagger. Every, you are now covered in bat blood as the dagger pierces the giant bat. It doesn't kill it. You're now holding a wounded, angry giant bat who is desperately trying to break free of your grasp. Please make me a d20 roll. This will be a strength check, every. There we go. You rolled a nat one. You are so amazingly strong. You grip this thing as it, with a crit success, holding it in place. It can't move at all. All it can do is look at you terrified and bleed from the dagger wound. Now I feel bad. I'm feeling bad for this bat now. Okay. <laughs> I'm strong. I don't feel bad. I am. I'm simply going to shamefully back away. <laughs> You know what, I'm gonna finish what apparently Abaton doesn't want to do. I just don't want this poor bat to keep suffering. Alright, very good. Go ahead and make me an attack roll with your two-handed mace. Right, uh, <laughs> I do it. Okay, on your character sheet, if you scroll down, you'll see a weapons area. You may have to open it up, but there'll be a two-handed mace section, and next to oh. it on the, on the left will be a little die roller. Alright. In the meantime, as... Um, Redva is jumping up to play baseball with this bat, this wounded bat. Uh, Lorlea, please make me a d6 roll. All right, very good. Thank you. All right, so, Redva, did you find the attack? If not, just roll me a d20. I can, I can do the calculations in my head. Oh, I do, I do not I do not see the weapon. All right, let me see on your character sheet. My character sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you look down your character sheet, there'll be a section called Weapons. If you expand it with a little little side arrow, you'll see Two-Handed Warhammer and a roll button next to it. 
right, right, uh, right, like. Here, I'll, I'll take a screenshot. I'm so sorry. Uh, when I see, no, it's okay. This is the the whole point is to learn this. So. Oh, weapons, weapons. I got it. I got it. I you got, got it. it? No, All I got right. it. I got it. Weapons. Excellent. So you take Gonna a swing with okay. two hands, and let's see what happens. Uh, hit modifier zero. Zero and zero. Yep. I'll let you know if there are any. Assume it's zero for both. All right. Perfect. So you roll a nineteen and you swing your hammer perfectly. Now, of course, Every's holding this bat outright, and you swing your two-handed warhammer directly between her hands. You hear all the bones in the bat's body crunch, and it flies out of her hands. You didn't knock it out of her hands. She's still holding onto the wings. You actually knocked the body of the bat off the wings like a baseball, and it flies against the side of the cave wall, hits the side of the cave wall with a splat, and dies. The bat is no more. Lorlea, oh, please make me another d6 roll. Okay, Lorlea, you hear a grunting coming from this corridor. Your elven senses serve you well. Good. Okay. So I'm going to go investigate. Are, like, sorry, really quick. I noticed the grids. Are we following those, or how far can I advance in, uh, a, in a turn? We're, we're going to be a little combat? loose with the rules, so just go ahead and move your character, and I'll tell you what happens. But as Lorlea's uh, moving, the rest of you may want to move with her or do something else. So if you see somebody well, moving... Actually, I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to move with her. I don't want her going all by herself again. And Albaton, I'm going to see if I can fix your your character here. Let's see if you can yes, move please. it now. Can you move it? Yes! We've, we've got control. Okay, Excellent. great. Um, I am going to explore uh, the left. Okay, very good. You are splitting the party. So now, every, you've got the little halfling going to the left, and you've got Lorlea and Redva going to the right. Which way are you going? Go to the left. To the left? All right. We are splitting the party. So, I'm going to describe what you see to the left first. In the left corridor, you can see... Oh, I'm going to reveal some areas on the map here. Just give me a second. Uh, two more torches up here. I'm going to ping the map so you can see it. One torch is there, one torch is there. The beginnings of a bridge, and there is the body of someone. You're not sure who, but spikes have come up from the ground, some kind of spike trap, and impaled this poor soul. And it looks like he's been dead for some time. Fortunately, it's not Megan Maverick. I, um, I'm going to hold my arm out in front of um, every and say, hold on, there might be traps here, and then check for traps myself. All of you hear a roar, and Lorlea, you see to your horror, in this, cor this cave over here is a creature that stands about nine feet tall. It's wielding some kind of strange club. There's a pile of garbage in its lair. On that pile of garbage is a goblin chained to a large rock. Looks like maybe a servant or a slave. The goblin looks badly beaten. The nine-foot-tall, horribly grotesque-looking creature screams a roar of rage and charges at you. All right, it's going to be making an attack, and it slams its club into you, and you take five points of damage. It's a nasty blow, but fortunately your armor caught some of it. So your hit points are... Let me see. Uh, one second. So you are wounded now and you are down to seven hit points from 12. Okay, now 
Now that we're in combat, we're going to do a, a basic initiative round. Now, normally in D&D or in Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, everyone goes through an, a round where they declare actions and there's this whole sequence to it. Instead, we're just going to go right to initiative. So the way it works is you roll for the enemy and then I roll for you. So I'm going to roll a d6 right now for the party and then someone needs to roll me a d6 for the enemy. Since Megs was attacked, I'm going to have Megs roll for her character for the party initiative. And the way it works, so I just rolled a two for you guys, which means you're going to be acting on segment two. Megs, go ahead and roll for the ogre, a d6. A d6? Yep. The ogre is also going on segment two, so it's simultaneous initiative. You're all going to act together. Now, fortunately for Lorlea, you have a very high dexterity, so you're going to be faster than the ogre, even though you guys matched your rolls on initiative. So both Lorlea and Albaton and Every will both all go before the Ogre, but Redville will go at the same time as the Ogre. So first is going to be Lorlea. What are you doing? Hold on, can I check what I have again? I forget what... Sure. What so you have a short sword. I believe you have a dagger as well. You also have your wand um, that can, can do some damage. You don't have anything drawn right now, though, so you kind of wandered over oh, into this room right. with nothing out. So decide what you want to do. You are engaged in melee combat with this Ogre, so... Uh, doing anything overly extravagant could result in an attack of opportunity. Okay. I, for some reason, I can't access my notes anymore. Like, the links don't work. Uh, okay. They should be able to be brought up. Maybe they're behind the screen, or... I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to paste your notes in private chat here, so you have them right here. And actually, what I'll do is I'll make it even easier. I'll paste them in Discord without a text file and then you can simply refer to them in private chat. And if anybody else wants me to do that, I can do that too, if you're having, if you're struggling with roll 20. Okay? All right. So I believe, Lorlea, you've got a short sword. You have uh, spells. You have your wand. You also have a dagger, which you could throw or stab with if you want. Uh, now, of course, you can always run away. You can evade. You can uh, do something interesting or unique. Uh, it's basically, what is it you want to do now? This ogre is ready to beat on you a second time. Okay, I'm going to draw my wand. Okay, roll me a quick... Like, roll me how a, does fire have... Fire? The wand shoots, shoots bolts of magical energy, but go ahead and roll me a d20 really quick. This will be a dexterity check to see if you can rummage into your pack and quickly draw your wand. Okay, you are over your dexterity, so you take a moment to try and search for your wand. You manage to get it out, but it takes you the entire turn just to get your wand ready, and you can take no other action. So, next is going to be right. Albaton. You're also very fast. What are you doing? Um, can I... Uh, are we going by uh, speed movements right now, or...? Um, Yes, you you can move up to 60 feet this round. And okay. if you look at roll 20, you are exactly 60 feet from the ogre. Okay. Um, well, actually, I'm I think going... you can move 90, actually. My mistake. Mm. I, am, I am going to go uh, directly on top of him because since I'm so small, I do have the attribute that he will have a difficulty hitting me and I will um, poke him with a dagger. All right, are you attempting to get on top of him or get underneath him? What are you attempting to do? Underneath. Okay, very good. Go ahead and make me a quick dex check to see if you can get past Lorlea. I think you'll have no trouble doing this, but roll me a d20. Uh, d20? Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, you're well under your dexterity, so you managed to negotiate past Lorlea as she's rummaging through her pack trying to find a wand. And make me a tumble check. Again, d20, or you can use this skill on your character sheet. Okay, you're actually very, very low. I'm going to say you managed to tumble between the ogre's legs. He's focused entirely on the elf, who is now rummaging through her pack looking for a wand. You are now behind him, giving you plus four to attack. Go ahead and make your dagger backstab attack. Add plus four to the hit. And please move your character behind the ogre. That was quite the tumble between yes. the ogre's legs. Advantage of being uh, small. You're now and kind of directly under the ogre's we crotch. There we go. You Now you're behind the ogre. That's a little better. Mm -hmm. Okay, that roll of an 8 plus 4 is 12. Unfortunately, as you stab into the ogre, the uh, thick hide of the ogre deflects your blade and you do no damage. All right, next is Every. Every, the little halfling, has darted between the ogre's legs and is behind it. Uh, Lorlea has been pounded once by the ogre's big club and is about to get pounded again. What are you doing? What was that? Please say that again. I need my sword. Okay. Go ahead and make me a quick d20 roll to draw your sword. I assume you're going to charge in? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, 16 is a match of your dexterity, I think. It is. You have your sword out, so go ahead and make me a charge attack. You're going to be charging right past Redva and uh, Lorlea. I'm going to make two quick rolls for you, but what I want you to do is roll me an attack against the ogre. You can simply roll a d20 if you want. I'll take care of the calculations for you. Okay, 15 is your attack roll. And let's see. Okay, so um, Redva, the big bulky fighter in plate armor, runs right past you, knocking you aside, and you get blasted back into this wall. Although, Lorlea, you managed to dodge aside a little bit as every charges right in, stands toe-to-toe -to -toe with the ogre, swings her sword, and hits. And the ogre is very large, so it does a d12 damage. And every does 11 points of damage, a massive wound to this ogre, cleaving it straight into its chest with her sword. The ogre howls in pain, but is still standing, and now looks to every with hatred, and is no longer focused on the elf. Redva, you're going to be at a minus two to any action this round, because every just knocked you aside, uh, you know, and you're totally off balance. Yeah. yeah. So what are you doing? Well, I try to get up, so I try to get up and charge the ogre while every has its attention. All right, do me a favor and just make me a d20 roll, and we'll see if you can get into position beside every. Okay. Um, that roll is a match of your dexterity. I'm going to say that you managed to get right next to every uh, in this little area here between these two rocks. And since you're a dwarf, you're small enough. You're almost between the ogre's legs. You're pretty close to its right leg. You'd be able to make an attack, but you are going to be at a minus two modifier. At the same time, this ogre is attacking every, slamming its club down with tremendous force, and hits every with a 17. Every, despite the fact that you're wearing heavy armor and you have a shield, the ogre crunches you with its club, and you take four points of damage. So I'll mark that off on your sheet just to make it easier. All right, so in the meantime, Redva, you get an opportunity to attack. 
All right, I attack the ogre's leg so he can fall. Yep, very good. Make your attack roll with your weapon, your warhammer, at minus two. Understood. Let's go. A minus two where? On damage? Just to hit. Minus two to hit. Understood. Minus two. Two. Okay, unfortunately, your attack roll of a five is a miss. You're just a little off balance and a little jarred and jolted by every just bounding past you and knocking you aside. Your attack misses. And now we're on to the next combat round. So fortunately for you, Lorelia, every got in there fast enough and the Ogre Club didn't crush you into bits. She took the hit that was intended for you. So now it's a new round, and we're going to ask... I think every should roll for initiative, please. Give me a d6. I'm rolling for the party, and I roll four. So if possible, you want to roll higher than me. One. The ogre moves faster than everyone. It's clearly angry that it's so badly wounded, and it's looking now at every again, and it makes a massive overhand swing to crunch her into the ground, but rolls a nine. Every... The blow is solid and it comes straight down upon you, but you knock it aside with your shield and the ogre screams in frustration as it misses you. Your shield's a little dented and a little scraped, but otherwise okay. You take no damage. So first up is Lorlea. Lorlea, you have your wand up. You're behind every. You are safely being protected by your dwarf friend and the big human wearing plate armor. What are you doing? Can I like fire a spell or like the wand around her or do i need to sidestep you can certainly make a wand attack go ahead and roll me a d20 all right so your roll of a three however is unfortunately a very bad roll so you fire your wand but every and redva are both in the way make me a d6 roll now before you roll it a one is going to be redva a two is going to be every a three, four, five, or six, you hit the ground. And you rolled a four. So you don't hit your friends with this magic wand attack. Your magic wand simply uh, fires the bolt of energy into the ground and you miss everyone. Although it does come pretty close to the halfling who's on the ground behind the ogre, but that's fine. So the ogre's had its attack and Lolia's had her attack. Next is going to be uh, the halfling's attack. So what are you doing, Albaton? Now that it's focused on um, the front, I'm going to um, attempt to jump up onto its back and uh, backstab it. Okay, go ahead and make me an attack roll. A backstab attack is going to be at plus four again. And an attack roll of 17 is a hit. You do two points of damage. That is doubled for the backstab. You have leaped up as high as you can, which is actually only about four or five feet and you stab your dagger into its back. The dagger penetrates the thick hide of the ogre, causing it some damage, but the damage, unfortunately, is not lethal. It's certainly badly wounded by it, but you do not take it down. The ogre is still standing strong. Every, you're next. Um, let's see, can I check what I have? Go ahead. You do have your long sword out and you have your shield. You also have a longbow. I believe you have a dagger, and you can use uh, spears and Maces or flails, I think, if I recall. Okay, so can I do the one that says dagger thrown? Well, you're standing right in front of it, so if you want to throw the dagger, it'd be like throwing it at your friend who's a foot away. Well, not your friend, obviously, but... So, uh, yeah, you're not... back, I'll go in with the sword again. The sword again? Okay. Go ahead and make a d20 roll for attacking with your sword. 
This time you swing your sword and you're a little off balance from the viciousness of your last attack and the blow misses, the ogre simply sidesteps. It's clearly wary of you now and it knows that you're a problem. Uh, you miss it and do no damage. Uh, okay, and finally we have the dwarf, Redva. Redva, you're right next to this dwarf's right leg. Or sorry, this ogre's right leg. I think you're on mute. Okay, so basically I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna swing my hammer. Alright. Right at his right at his leg. So I can just, you know, kill him because I'm really bad right now. Alright, make your attack. Okay. Uh, do I have any modifiers? No modifiers this time. Understood. Okay, for you, that is a hit. You slam your two-handed warhammer into the ogre. You hit it directly in the kneecap, and you hear it go pop. The ogre falls to its knee and screams in agony and is on the ground. Uh, it's not quite fallen over, but it's definitely badly, badly wounded. All of you get a free attack or a free action right now. So very quickly, Lorlea, what are you doing? I'm going to try to fire my wand again because it worked really well last time. All right, fire your wand. D20? Yep, D20. Uh, once again, that's a miss. I'm going to need a D6 roll, please. Again, a 1 hits Redva, a 2 hits every, uh, a 3, 4, 5, or 6 hits the ground. A 2. Your wand hits every who's standing in front of you, protecting you from the ogre. Please roll me 1D4, and we'll see how much damage every takes in the back. Every takes two points of damage as your wand fires and hits her directly in the back. The magic energy passes cleanly through the armor, singeing her back underneath it. Every, it's very painful. It's not a bad wound, but you're clearly not happy. Really? Okay. Next is going to be Albaton. Albaton, you get a free action. You just jumped up and stabbed the ogre in the back. You can do so again if you want. The ogre is now a little lower. You could probably jump up and stab it in the neck. Uh, jump up and stab it in the neck, yes. Okay, very good. Make your attack roll. You're still at plus four. Oh. And that roll of a two, unfortunately, making it a six. You jump up and you stab and you hit air. Uh, the ogre twists and turns in pain, and uh, unfortunately your dagger does not find purchase. Every, you just got blasted in the back by your friend's magic wand. You're kind of ignoring that for now because this ogre is still in front of you and is still a threat, even though it's been knocked to its knees by the dwarf. Um, I get to his neck with my sword? You do. A d20 okay. to make your attack. That's what you're doing. And that is once again a hit. And you do 12 points of damage. So, every, you swing your sword and you actually cleave through the broken leg that Redva hit and up into the abdomen of the ogre, it falls forward in pain. Both you and Redva dodge back as, I can't grab you here, as the ogre falls on its face and begins to bleed out on the ground. You have slain it. It is definitely not getting back up. You all take a moment to steady yourselves. Some of you are wounded. Um, no one very badly, although Lorlea took the, the biggest hit at the beginning of the fight. <laughs> and I clearly contributed so much. Oh, yes, you couldn't have done it without me, guys. I may have some kind of talk All right, Lorlea so, for that. So, uh, <laughs> well, you have to go by your... That's why I always tell you not to go by your arm. We, we need to take <laughs> away your wand. 
Yeah, <laughs> no more. Goes in the bag. Not touching it again. Alright, so, should we snap? So it's definitely not getting up or attacking us. We're good. Yeah, right? it's it's yes. it's unconscious. Right. It's bleeding out. His eyes are open. His tongue's hanging out. It smells horrible. Uh, every oh, basically just gutted it, and its its guts are pooling out on the ground. Hooray! I vote we explore this portion before we continue on <laughs> to that spiky thing. Yeah, that we found. Or, I don't I don't know you found that. Oh, thank you everyone for telling <laughs> me about that. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the little goblin over here begins shouting something in goblin. Uh, do 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 Oof. any of us speak goblin? Uh, well, no, not not recently. No, I speak goblin. <laughs> what it? Hey, can I can I make any of it out? Or you can. It's shouting. It's shouting. You killed master. You killed master. You killed master. Over and over again. I translate that to the rest of the um, uh, party. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, simply say, what do we do <laughs> with it? <laughs> it's chained to this rock. It's got nothing on except for some rags. It's living in a pile of garbage. Um, it Maybe it looks like it's guarding the garbage, but it has no weapons. Cool, I want to investigate the garbage now, but he's there and I don't want to... What can he do? He doesn't have anything. I'm going to go walk over towards him. Okay, go ahead and move your character. How far can I go? Uh, you, we're not in combat, so go ahead and move as far as you want. Okay. What's up, homie? You walk right over to him, he bars okay. his teeth, and he he jumps forward to the extent of his chain trying to bite you. And he rolls a 10 for his bite attack, and he manages to, like, uh, get his teeth close to your armor, but you jump back in time. He's a vicious little okay. thing, but the chain's okay. holding him back. Um, alright. I notice I, I noticed oh. that attack. Go ahead. I noticed that attack and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, why are you going back? Why are you going all by yourself again? So I just go right next to her and I try to see what's going on. I stand behind her though. Okay. Um, so, Megs, do you still have your wand out or did you put it in your pack? No, I still have it out. Okay. Uh, the goblin continues to try and, um, at the length of his chain, get to you and attack you. It seems to be guarding this pile of garbage. Oh, should I try a third time with the wand, guys? I think third time's the charm. Oh. Let's try it oh, again. It's a, it's a, <laughs> just guard it. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm gonna try to hit this thing with my wand. Make a d make no, a d twenty roll. Pardon? Make a d twenty roll to attack it. All right. 13 is a hit. I need a d4 roll for damage, please. It screams, no! As your bolt of energy from the wand flies directly into its chest, it knocks it back to the length of the chain against this wall here, and the goblin looks up from the ground, its head moves back and forth, and it goes, I'm hurt in goblin. And of course, those who speak goblin hear this. And then it falls unconscious. Sweet. Oh, ah, sorry, my screen glitched. Okay, we're good. Um, You're pretty sure it's dying because there's blood coming out of its mouth. Okay, yeah, that that would do it. Okay, I do. I I have. I know I have like elven sight in the dark and stuff. But I think I also have something for noticing things. Could I like s search through the garbage and see if I notice anything peculiar? You certainly can, and there's just enough light from this torch over here where you don't need to use your elven heat vision. Um, you can certainly search search through the garbage. Okay. 
Um, and one second. Um, so it's pretty stinky. It's a combination of the goblins urine and feces, the ogres urine and feces, and what looks to be remains of food, bones, and whatever. Everything that they didn't want or didn't care about, they kind of dumped here. Um, the first thing you find is a sword, actually. A long sword, very much like what um, Evra has, but it's broken. At the hilt. Um, only a small piece of the blade is still there. Um, you see a few silver and copper coins mixed in with the garbage. Oh, it smells horrible, and you begin to gag. Make me a d20 roll, please. You're looking to roll under your constitution. And for you, Lord Leah, that is 12. So 12 or lower. You match your constitution. You are dry heaving and retching as you look through all this stuff, but you manage to find a total of 22 silver coins, 10 copper coins. You do find, uh, since your elven vision um, is so superior, uh, a broken crown of silver and gold. It's broken, but it might be able to be repaired. You think it might be valuable. And what's most interesting is there's a wooden scroll case sealed with wax. I hope this crown isn't Princess Megan's. That'd be mildly unfortunate. Okay, so I'm gonna head over back to the group with my findings, because I don't think any of them really want to approach the garbage. No, Hello. and you smell pretty bad when you come back to the group. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm uh, backing away. <laughs> Got me too. I'm just gonna chill over here. <laughs> gonna chill over here with you. With the blood? Congratulations. Well, near me. Dang. Okay. Every you now, every you do notice that the crown that Lorlea found is Princess Megan's crown, broken and smashed and thrown into a garbage pile, but it's definitely Princess Megan's crown. Called it. Oh, my irony rules again. Okay, so do I have enough space and like bag wise to keep all this? You do, although you know the scroll case and the crown and the coins are all covered in poop, but you can certainly put them in your bag if you wish. Okay, cool. Yeah. Alright, so you have a small sack, I believe, so you're putting all the loot in a small sack, correct? Yes. Just make sure. Alright, look first at that. We should try to open it. Hi. Hi. My yeah. little one wants to come say hello, everyone. Hey, Crispy. Hello. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Oh. Hi. <laughs> She's having popcorn, apparently. Yeah, so making popcorn. All right. Okay. How's it going? Okay, so. Uh, Lorlea smells like poop uh, from ogre and <laughs> goblin feces. That is quite noticeable, but she did get some loot. She has Princess Megan Maverick's crown, a broken crown, a scroll case, and some coins. Sweet. Okay, can I open the scroll case? You can. There is a scroll inside. It looks like it's a magical spell. Ooh, okay. I've so, already read my one spell for today, right? Well, you've memorized a spell, but you can open up a scroll and cast it off of a scroll with no issue. If you okay. can figure out what the spell can is. Can I see what it... You think it's some sort of... I can't of, read it. it. You think it's some sort of attack spell, but you're not sure. When you read it, you'll find out. I will read it. Are you going to cast the spell right now? But not out loud. No, 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 no. no. Okay. So I, I can't, I can't know what it does until I cast it. 
Uh, if you take some time to study the scroll, then you'll be able to determine that. If you simply just read the spell okay. uh, as written, then it will definitely do Absolutely. something. But, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to just blast everyone in the cave. If we have downtime later, yeah, I, I doubt, <laughs> doubt we will. I, I will, when we're chilling, because I don't sleep. Oh, no. What's going on? Oh, I don't have the DM hide the dice thing on. I'll turn that on. Um, Albaton, there's something strange about this wall. Mm, can I do a uh, in investigation, right? So it's not so much that. I've already rolled for you, and you've determined that the wall oh. doesn't seem correct. Uh, something's okay. wrong with it, but you're not sure what is amiss. And Lorlea, um. now that Albaton's pointing it out, you agree there's something up with this wall here should send someone who's not terribly injured and sad to go investigate which one of the I home took no damage I'll go ahead and um, yeah. okay <laughs> investigate this wall. I would just uh, rub the wall trying to find like any kind of like passage button anything out of the ordinary do me a favor and make me a find traps roll you'll see it on your character sheet uh, under thief, which... thief abilities um, uh, sorry, uh, wh where? <laughs> no problem. It's under Thief Abilities. I'll take a screenshot for you. If you look right under your saving throws, there's Thief Skills. I apologize, not Abilities, Thief Skills. Th there it is. I, I see it yep. now. Sorry about that. No problem. Okay, 67% is well over your ability. You don't seem to be able to figure out how to open this wall, although you're pretty convinced there's some kind of door here. Expertly concealed odd to have a concealed door like this in an ogre lair. Oh, what if I just mesh it? Come on, I have a hammer right here. I was gonna say, yeah, just shield, just spash, yeah. Yeah, I'm just so gonna Red, mesh it, like, what's the worst? What? Redva, so you, you have entered this door, it. and you're ready to smash it, but before you do that, do me a favor, and you have a special dwarven ability in your uh, special abilities area of your character sheet, if you can find it, it's a whole bunch of underground skills. Would you please roll that for me? Yes, uh, underground skills? I got it. Yep. Oh, I clicked on it. It's not rolling. Okay. Hmm, there we go. It's not rolling. Oh, it, it is. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> so you are under on the first one, under on the second one. You can tell that this is a new construction. Someone actually built this wall in this cave to look like a natural cave wall. It's actually some kind of door. And you've managed to find the hinges of the door. Nice. They're stone hinges, right. and you're pretty confident that you could probably smash them apart. Okay, I'm gonna try to smash them apart. Make me a D20 roll, please. Of course. Okay, and I'm going to now make a couple of rolls. All right, you managed to smash the hinges apart, but your Warhammer gets a little notched, it's a little damage. Someone's going to have to fix it eventually. It's still functional, but Warhammers are not designed to be bashing stone like this, and unfortunately, you did damage it. However, it did end up having some benefit as the wall falls forward and you see behind it a secret room. Wow. Uh, does the room have any light? Or light sources? Or How much of the room can you see? <laughs> there we go. I can All see right. a little bit. I can see the entrance, yeah. Uh, I can see to the end most of the walls, but I can't tell if there's like an end cap, like at the end of the right. hallway thing, or if it's the end, you know? 
Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. so <laughs> this room shouldn't be fully revealed because there is no light source in here. I must have the map okay. settings incorrect, but um, someone will have to have some kind of light source to, to investigate this mm -hmm. room. Right, who's the who's the one that's emitting light? Or can we just take a torch off the wall? You certainly can. Or am I the one that's? Mm. So you take. I'm gonna go grab a torch. Okay. So you're taking Where? which torch? Like this the, torch. This one right here. The one over here. Okay, and you're gonna yeah. stick it in the room. Okay. Alright. I've grabbed the I torch the and I, I moved it. It's now in the room. I'm gonna. And so are you. Oh wow, treasure. I moved myself in there because I brought it in there. So very good. All right, all Hold right, on, guys. Really, nothing can go wrong. All right, let's go. It's a natural cavern. There are several mounds in the room with look like insect mounds, perhaps with openings in the top, and there are also two chests. Right, I'm gonna try to open the first chest just in case. Okay. I'm really excited about this. So the first chest. What if it's this gold? one right here is locked? I can lock yeah. it. Okay. Yes, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having issues with Are you having issues? You can't move your character? Can't like fall over there yeah, and I don't know where the character is. Alright, one second. I will move your character in there. Is that good? Yes, thank you. Can you see it now? Yes, thank you. Okay. You're also really quiet, so if you could speak up, that'd be great. Sorry. Oh, that's perfect. If you can keep doing that. That's, that's much better, yes. Yep. That's great. Yes. Yeah, okay, I'll keep doing this then. Thank you so perfect. much. Okay, so you're all in the room now, and you can see this first chest. I do believe uh, Redva was trying to open it, correct, and couldn't, and noted it was locked. Uh, I approach it and attempt to lockpick it. All right, go ahead and make me a pick lock roll, please, from your thief skills. No, but... 85% is higher than your ability. You do not seem to be able to pick this lock. That was your first attempt. Um, you think you can probably try again. You've got a feel for the lock, but if you fail the second attempt, it's beyond your skill. I mean, best to try it, right? I'll... Yeah. Here we go. I'll uh, try it. If not, we always have a backup plan. We do? And again, it doesn't seem like this lock is something that you can pick, unfortunately. Oh. All right, time for the backup. We, yeah, we have a hammer. No, we Let's need go. it for combat later. It's already damaged. Let's <laughs> go. All right, okay. you bash. You attempt to bash the lock off the. Yeah. You attempt so to funny. bash the lock off of the chest. Make me a d20 roll to attack the lock. You're gonna like destroy the entire chest and all its contents, but that's fine. That is a good enough hit, <laughs> and. The lock fails its saving throw against the weight and impact of your hammer and simply is bashed off the chest. Let's go. Hey. All right, you do the honors. Of course. I open the chest. All right, a blade trap flies out. If you look on the map now, <laughs> you are going to see a blade trap. Both you and Abaton are standing right in front of it. You'll see the blade trap on the map. Right now, yes? Yes. Oh, and let's see how much damage you both right, take from the blade trap. So, Abaton, you take three points of damage as the blades cut into you, and Redva, you take 
two points of damage. Your armor absorbs a good amount of it. Abaton, you dodged the blade and it just nicked you, but it still cut into you pretty badly. So, all right. I'm sorry. From 10 down to 7, yes? Or Correct. Do, is it already adjusted? Uh, no, go ahead and reduce it down to 7. And then, okay. Redva, I'll reduce you down to... Um, I'll reduce you down to... 7. Uh, 7 as well, yep. Okay. And the chest is open. The, the trap is now disarmed because it, it flung out. You both realize that trap could have done a lot more damage. You got very lucky with the die rolls. Anyway, uh, the chest has an odd collection of things in it. There are five really, really old coins. They look like silver or maybe maybe uh, tarnished uh, gold. It's hard to tell, but they're ancient. Uh, probably something of value to a collector. You're not really sure. There is a pair of very fancy felt boots. They're black felt on the outside, but green on the inside. Strange, and they're all made of felt, uh, stitched with some kind of leather lacing. There is a single red arrow in a box. There is a small potion or vial of some kind, and a sack of 25 gold. Okay. Um, who has a bow again? Ash? Um, I have a bow. You have a bow too? Okay. I have a bow. So... I'm assuming this arrow is a fancy, fancy arrow, so we should probably keep that. Ooh, which of my two bow users would like to keep the fancy, fancy arrow? I say we should give it to um, Evra because I am small and most of the time we'll be doing just like skirting around. <laughs> so. Well, so Evra, yeah, take the arrow. Oh, yeah. And then as for... Can we have a recap of what's the contents in this chest? Yes. Yeah, it's the boots and the coins, isn't it? Yep, five ancient yes. coins, a pair of fancy yep. felt boots, a single red arrow, right. a small potion or vial of some kind, and then a sack of 25 boots. gold. Uh, can I notice anything? Uh, is there any markings or label on the potion at all, or is it entirely unlabeled and mysterious? Yeah, I, am, I, I think I should do this. I'm an Cleric, I think I know a little bit about potions. That's true. Let's yes. see what it mm-hmm. All right, Let's so see. Redva, mm. make me a wisdom check, please. You'll be at plus four. Roll me a d20. D20, okay. So 16 is a match for your wisdom. Uh, you're relatively sure this is a potion of healing. Hey. It is a potion of healing. Relatively sure. I don't entirely trust you. Not entirely <laughs> sure, but you, you think it's a potion of healing. All right, so this... I know, I think it's a potion of healing. Okay. I wouldn't drink it if I were you, but you know, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I think we can make a pretty safe bet. Uh, do, do the boots? Would, would the boots fit any of us? Um, they're pretty small, uh, small enough to fit. They'd be a little big on an Albaton, but they would also fit you, Lorlea, if you wanted to wear them. But um, they're a little too small for Redva or Every. Okay, I will put on the boots. Okay, you take your leather boots off, your sturdy leather boots, and you put these fancy felt boots on, which are pretty much like slippers. Okay, so they don't do anything? You're wearing... Like, I don't feel any magical... You're, I'm wearing As far them? as you know, you're wearing these fancy felt boots, but you don't feel any different. Okay, take off the boots, put my nice sturdy boots back on, and put the 
I'm putting them in my backpack. Okay, so you put your leather boots back on, and the felt boots are going in your backpack. Yep. Uh, I want to um, take the uh, leather lace stuff. Um, do Do I notice any anything peculiar about them at all, or just kind of like fancy leather? So the fancy felt boots had fancy leather lacing to tie them up. Oh, sorry. Yep. Yes. No problem. I, I gotcha. Who wants to take the coins? Do we want to take the coins? I, I say we just split it up between. So it was so, 25 wait. gold pieces, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We're four. 25 by four. It's not going to be any We each get six, so and then one person gets an extra. Right. You should get the Remember, extra because you're a good thief. Whoever does like the best on this mission, or whoever first sees Princess Megan gets that last coin okay. in the split. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we got, got a bit going on. Yes, we got it. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got it. Incentive. Right. Okay, cool. As for the fancy boy coins, do we want to keep the fancy boy coins? We should grab them like, just in case. Like what? Hey, what are their, um, uh, some of uh, Princess Megan's uh, possessions that the ogres stole, or something like this. So we want to have them for when we find her. Yeah, definitely keep them. Yeah. This room was sealed. How would she have gotten in here? Let's raise the stakes, okay? So there's 25. We're four. So, okay, whoever get, whoever sees Princess Megan first gets 10 coins. Everybody else gets five coins. Oh, not to be rich. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay, yeah, it sounds great. It sounds great to me. I know I'm gonna find her first. Oh, Isn't there okay. another treasure chest around here? Let's be more careful with that one. Yeah, let's advance slowly to the rest of the room. Can I take the torch with me as we venture further in? You can. Let's go. That does not sound very reassuring. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm gonna it's move. Fun. I'm gonna move the torch up here on the map, so you can see the remainder of the room illuminated, and you can see the other chest here. Oh. Yeah. So there's a second. All right. All right. We advance slowly. Oh, I totally okay, just guys, like went far. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna stand behind. Uh, just call I'm, me if you need me. I'm just gonna <laughs> stay like right here, just kind of huddled behind a rock, because I'm still mentally recovering from the uh, chest that attacked me. Okay, yeah. that's valid. Okay. All right. That's true. I want to back up a little. <laughs> All right, it seems to be you, Lorlia. All right, my yeah. one personality trait whenever I play is like being on the brink of death 24-7. So, all right, I approach the chest. Okay, you're standing in front of the chest. Okay, are there locks? What's up with it? There is a lock, a small padlock on the front of the chest, just like the other one. Are the chests similar in size and appearance, or are they quite different? Uh, they're different. This one here is bigger. Okay. Okay. Knives. Scary. Okay. Well, do I don't think I have any lock picking abilities, do I? You do not. All right. I'll tell. Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. I'll, I'll give it another shot. Okay. I will stand with you, so I can also. Don't worry. Right. Don't worry. I have a potion. It might help you. It might not. But you never know. Albaton, you move up. Um, I'm going to move you to the chest. Oh, you yes. open the chest. You, you, sorry, not the chest. You manage to pick the lock with relative ease. You clearly learned something on the last lock. This lock was very, very similar, and uh, you've redeemed yourself now. You open it up in seconds. <laughs> no problem. Alrighty. Yeah. 
Good job. I, I'm gonna, I, I, I finish opening the lock and yep. I back away. I'm gonna let yep. other people open the chest. Okay, uh, wait, right. wait, no, wait, I'm sorry. I have detect traps. What am I doing? That's smart. That's smart, girl. That's smart, girl. Do you, you do Please. find a trap in this chest. There is some kind of gas bag inside the chest that will burst the moment it's opened, filling this court, filling this entire okay. thing with gas. Okay. Can any of us disable it? Do any of us have ability? I uh, have remove traps ability, but I don't oh. know if I can do that after finding them. I can remove traps. You can. You go ahead right. and roll again. Alrighty. Now describe to me how you intend to neutralize this trap, and that will give you a oh. bonus or a penalty. It's inside the uh, chest. You've opened the chest just a little bit, and you can see the mechanism, and you can see this bag of gas or something. There's a bag in there. It's going to burst once the lid's open. Uh, can I make anything up about the mechanism, whether it's, like, puncturing the bag or there's, like, some sort of string that um, make me pulls it open or anything like that? Make me an intelligence check. Uh, intelligence? So just do a d20 roll, and it has to be oh, under yes. match or under your intelligence. You are well under your intelligence. So the substance in this sack that's going to burst is some kind of powder that is likely going to aerosolize and create some kind of effect. If you were to get it wet, you'd have a better chance of disarming it. Do I have a, what are they called? The water things? Um, Look on your character sheet of the equipment and see what you're carrying. Uh, let's see, let's see, what am I carrying? I do have a water skin. Alrighty. Um, I, I attempt to wet the inside. What is, of the, what is it full of? What is it full of? Mine is full of ale for a reason. Well, I actually know the reason, but I just want to know what's yours. Is if, it full of water, I'm assuming? Hopefully. If nothing is specified, it's, it's full, full of water. water. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I uh, empty probably half of the bottle into the... Uh, uh, attempting to get it into the uh, powder bag. Okay, go ahead and make me a dex check, please. You'll be at plus two, so you're going to want to roll, uh, I believe your dex is 16, 14 or under. And you rolled a six, you're well under. You spray your water into the chest, coating this bag and mechanism with water and liquid. You're pretty confident now you'd have a good chance to disarm it. Okay. Um, alrighty, so now I am going to do the uh, remove traps check, yes? Yes. Okay, you failed horribly and <laughs> trigger the trap. Oh, no. um, <laughs> and you hear an immediate click and the lid flies open and the dusty powder tries to fly all over the room, but you got the entire thing wet. So instead, it burps a bunch of muddy goop and it doesn't aerosolize the powder. <sighs> okay. Okay. That was close, that was close. I'm gonna go back under my rock now and let the rest of them handle this. Alright. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna open the chest and just, like, dig through it, you know, see what's in it. The muddy goop yeah, is go. kind of acidic and is eating away at the chest, but inside the muddy goop acid you can see a pile of gold. There are off to the side two silver necklaces that have some rubies on them, and off to the side not affected by the goop 
is a silver dagger in a gem-encrusted scabbard. Oh, okay. I, I know a little bit about gems. Can I check the gems in the necklaces? Yeah, they're probably worth 30, 40, maybe 50 gold. Uh, the necklaces are, are quite nice. Oh, wow. That's amazing. You know what? I'm going to keep them, just in case. All right. Make me a quick dex check, please. Maybe a d20. You're well under. You managed to uh, put your dwarf hands into the chest and quickly grab the two silver necklaces, avoiding the bubbling pool of acidic goop that's consuming the gold and will soon consume the silver dagger as well. But you have both necklaces. Oh, I should have grab the dagger before it's, like, consumed? Yeah, I should have the dagger. I'm sorry. I just like gems. All right. So who's grabbing <laughs> so I'm gonna the dagger? I'm going to try to grab the dagger. All right. Go ahead and make a dex check. D20. Yep. So that's a crit fail. So you go to grab the dagger and you put your hand directly into the bubbling acidic goop, the remains of a trap that was designed to kill you all, and you just stuck your hand in it. Are you wearing gloves? <laughs> Am I? I don't know if I'm wearing gloves. What's on your character sheet? My links still don't work. <laughs> all right, Hold so on. if you look at your character sheet. Let's see. And you scroll down to equipment. Let's see. This one works. The notes in recording intro do not. The character sheet does now. It just loaded. Okay. Right. So you have light leather the boots button. on, traveling spell book, a large satchel, a small coil of rope, a small pearl worth 200 gold pieces. That's a spell component, by the way. A uh, small oh, hooded lantern. Yeah. You do not have gloves on. Oh. So. Goodbye, hand. Your hand. I just lose my hand? Is burned for two points of damage, and um, the flesh is being eaten off of it. The wound is horrible, and if you don't get some healing as soon as possible, you're going to potentially lose your hand. Yeah, I'm going to heal it. I'm going to heal it. Okay? Who has the potion? I don't know. I, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to hand her the potion so you can drink it. You're going to hand the potion to the broken-handed girl. You know what? I'm just going to make you open your mouth and I'm just going to pour it a little bit. All See? right. Okay. So you take two more points of damage as your hand gets eaten down. The f you can now see exposed bone. Go ahead and roll me a D8. D8? So the yes. potion is for? Uh, well, me? No, this is going to be uh, uh, Lorlea, a D8, please. Me or Lorlea? Okay. Oh, Lorlea, Four points of damage. Okay, so the potion immediately restores four hit points. The last four hit points you took were from this trap. It reconstitutes your hand. The skin is still thin and your hand is very sore, but the magic of this potion has restored you to seven health and your hand okay. has been saved. Oh. See, I told you it was a healing potion. Yay. Now, every, I think you were also trying to grab this silver dagger, correct? Yes. Make me no. a d20 roll. Oh, snap. Come on. I don't think I have enough potion for everybody. <laughs> All right. Make me a d6 roll. Yeah, I'm just going to go over with Albaton at this point. What's up? All right. I'm going to chill behind this rock with you with my fragile hands. You, you have the silver dagger, the jeweled silver dagger, in your hand, but your hand is covered in that same acidic goop. Are you wearing gloves? Please. Please be wearing gloves. I don't know if I am. I'm looking at your character sheet on the equipment list, and I see heavy leather gloves. So, yes. 
You throw off one of the heavy leather gloves at the last second as the acid eats through it. It does not get to your hand. You are now wearing one glove behind your shield. Your sword arm, though, your sword hand is no longer wearing a glove, um, but that's okay. The glove has been consumed by the acid. Your hand is fine, and you do have the silver dagger. You switch gloves okay. here? Is that how gloves that's work? Something I, didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear gloves, but can you? No. Technically, okay. yeah. I mean, I feel like you could. They're they're heavy gauntlets, Not, and yeah, there's a left one and a right one because the thumbs yeah. are okay. so you can't switch them out. I'll but take okay. my loss. <laughs> <laughs> but you do say, you do like have mittens, the jewel silver like... dagger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Are we done in this room? Because yeah, this is a dead end. So how about we try to go back to the left? I mean, we clearly. Yeah. We searched through the garbage, we found the secret room, so how about we just go back? Let's go. Okay, you stand, stay behind, Norlia. I don't want you to get hurt again. I'll follow okay, my I'll Alright. Okay. So say, I'm gonna say uh, you're gonna take the light say, source with you, right? Yes. Alright. Yes, we're taking the light source. Say, Alberton, didn't you um, say you found a trap? Yes, uh, I didn't get the chance to attempt to remove it, but I did find notice it. Alright, I'm not gonna step forward. That sounds like a really bad idea. Look at it; I can see it. Oh, good. As so, you as you move back as you move back through the ogre room, you notice that the goblin has moved. It's no longer oh. chained up. It's no longer back against that wall. Oh, it had crawled forward trying to escape and then bled out near the dead ogre. Okay, I see his arm. Oh, is it, is it dead? Yes, it is. Dead. It is dead now, but it didn't die from the wand attack. It was just near death. It had crawled away trying to save itself, pretending to be dead, and then ended up dying of its wounds anyway. Sneaky blob. Okay. It's a goblin. Who cares? Let's go. Wait, wait, um, Dion, do, do any of us have- Oh, uh, I didn't mean it like that, you know, you're here. And what is the question, Dion, do any, Megs? Do any of us have, like, a hatred towards a certain- Because remember when we played before, like, Mom kicked ass because she had such hatred towards the specific race that she absolutely destroyed it <laughs> in one go. So, oddly enough, Redva absolutely, as a dwarf, I, hates goblins. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's why I said, yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's just let it be. No, I don't think. Okay. Um, so you would attacked it. Should have attacked it. I've done a much better job. Uh, now that I'm here, I am going to uh, find traps just in case there's another hidden spike trap in this, like, kind of vicinity. Okay, go ahead. Make me a find traps roll. Okay, thank you. Uh, you do not believe there are any traps. Wait, that was... Yep, you don't believe there's any traps in this immediate area here. Okay. Is there a trap? There, there, I do not believe there is a trap. Okay. I'm still, right. caution. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just right. creep forward. Okay. Me too, I'm just going to follow you with the light. Okay, so is someone casting light to have a light source on them? Yeah, I, I have the torch with me. Okay. I have the torch with me. If you have the torch, I'm just going to actually say that um, I'm going to add a light source to your character. Just give me one second. This will just make it easier. If you notice that Lord Leah's wand uh, is lit because she has light around her all the time. But I'll mm. give you a yeah. torch light. 
So you're now going to see the dwarf glowing, casting oh, the light everywhere. Okay. All right, so you're inching towards this poor soul here. It, it looks like a young gentleman. Uh, he's wearing leather armor. He's got uh, a walking stick and a short sword. Um, the short sword was actually bent by the spike trap that came up with tremendous force, and his body has been pierced by it. He's probably been dead for a couple of days. That's fool going on a stroll with his little walking stick. <sighs> Idiots these days. All right, so to the left, is that a dead end or is that a path? There is a path to question. Lost. It continues. Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right, there's so many paths. Okay. So let's decide, do we want to take the bridge? I don't know, I don't trust that bridge. It looks sketchy. Um, That's true. The bridge go over the bridge. I want to take the bridge. I think I should be the first one to go off because I am two foot the tall bridge. and 47 pounds. So I think I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know, my wisdom tells me there's something wrong with that. Um, I, I however do think you do you. the left first before going over the bridge. Yeah, let's go. Let's not split the party, Sorry. please. That was a yeah. bad choice last time. Let's not do that again. <laughs> right, okay. so... Everybody, let's go to the left. Yep. I'm staying behind because my Red hands back. are fragile inside. Yeah, go ahead. The moment you move to the left corridor, you get a really uneasy feeling, and you hear the crackling of bones. Oh, no. Which one of us? Skeletons? Oh, no. Skeletons? Redva. Skeletons charge Friendly. you and every from the side corridor. Oh no, every. Every. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god, there's a lot of them. There are skeleton archers. Are. This one here is a heavily armored uh, skeleton warrior, and these two here are simple skeletons with swords and shields, and they're moving towards the party to attack. Every, please make me a d6 <sighs> roll for initiative. I rolled a three for the party, and your d6 roll is a six for the enemy. They're going to move three segments after you. Everybody in the party gets to move first. So the person with the highest dexterity is Lorlea. Lorlea, you see these skeletons charging every and Redva. What are you doing? I'm gonna throw a, okay, well a dagger's not gonna do anything. They're skeletons. Um, Let's see here. Do I know of any skeleton weaknesses that might help us in these trying times? Blunt weapons and magic. I am entirely oh, I have one useless. Of those. <laughs> and Lorlea, <laughs> make me an intelligence check, please. Okay. D20? Yes. Okay. You're under your intelligence. I'm going to send you a private message. In, D in roll 20? In Discord, actually. Oh, okay. I'll minimize this group. All right, yeah. so that's the insight you've gained from your intelligence, your knowledge of magic, and your knowledge of skeletons. For your part, you know that blunt weapons and magic are the most effective ways to attack them. Okay. So what is your character doing, saying? What are you attacking? What's your action? Can I share this knowledge? Well, do, it, this do, knowledge, right? do it in character as you're taking your action. Okay. So what is your character saying, and what is your so, character doing? I'm going, hold on, I need to get the listing. I keep minimizing everything, because I'm trying to, I only have two screens. Take your time, it's okay. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, what are you doing? Sorry. 
Okay, I have like fire hands magic, right? That's the spell I memorized today. Burning hands. So you put your hands like this, and flames mm-hmm. jut out in a fan. And who's in front of you right Ooh. now? Yeah, the entire party. That's not a good idea. I'm just saying, can I use that? Am I allowed to? If I get around them? So my action is move to the front. And whilst I am moving, I'm going to share the information. All right. So, hold on. Ah, screens. I have to get everyone back again. Ah. So Redva, clerics can mess with the skeletons by turning them. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to roll and you rush forward, and you're going to cast that spell, correct? Yep. So you're rushing to be equal, standing next to every who's standing tall and strong with her shield in a defensive posture, ready for the skeleton onslaught. You are running forward in your light chain armor with your hands outstretched and ready to hit them with fire. So you cast your burning hand spell. Yes? Yes. Flames jut out looking very much like this. Yes? Awesome. And every single skeleton gets hit with flames and takes one point of damage. Sweet damage. Let's go. And you have weakened every single one. Um, But now they all know that you are a threat. Oh, that's unfortunate. Next is going Uh, to be Albaton. Albaton, what's your action? No blunt. Oh, I have no blunt weapons and no magic. I am two feet tall <laughs> and utterly useless. I'm. I'm going to back away. Yeah. Okay. Albaton backs away. What are you doing? He can't do anything. He better just stay good so he can knowledgely undo our traps as we advance yeah. on this rickety bridge okay. once we defeat these bad boys. Every. Okay. Okay, I don't have any blunt weapons either. I just kind of go on the defense, like go in front of them, but don't be on the defense. So they can be damaged with your sword. You can still hurt them with an edged weapon. They can be. They'll just take less damage. Okay, I'll go. You can also use the flat. I'll go my sword, but I want my shield to go there. you, You can use the flat of your sword as well, but when you do that, you'll take a minus to hit. So you have a choice. You can attack normally and do less damage. We use the flat of your sword, do a little more damage, but it's more difficult to hit them. I'll use the flat of the sword. Okay, so you're going to be at minus two to attack, so go ahead and make your attack roll, and d20 is fine, or you can use your character sheet. You make an attack with a 15, that is still enough for you, a fighter, with your strength to hit them, even at the penalty. Do me a favor and make me a d6 roll for damage, please. You'll be at plus one to damage, so you rolled a four for five points of damage. So this one here, directly to your left, is smashed apart by your longsword as you cleave all the way through its ribcage. The bones clatter to the ground as the skeleton dies. You've taken one out in the first round. You're just that strong. Okay, Redva, you're up. Right, everybody move, I have a hammer. So pummel them. (laughs) So unfortunately, unfortunately, Lorlea is standing right in your way, and Every is blocking the other side of the corridor. You might be able to sneak around Did here. You, not you might be able to sneak Fun. around here, Redva, but you'll be at a bit of a disadvantage trying to get. Hard. Yep. Yeah. Can I hear like scream at you whilst running? I'm sorry. I am pretty heavy. You know what? I'm gonna try to do my best. 
Now, you could also grab Lorlea, throw her over your shoulder, and then trade places with her if you want. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. So you won't be able to take an action this round. You won't be able Come to attack, here. but you can grab her. Um, I'll need you to make a dex check and Lorlea to make a dex check, please. Both of you roll d20s. Okay. Please don't smash me into a wall. I would not appreciate that. Okay. So, um, Redva, you managed to do that action. You trade places with Lorlea. But you're a little off balance, and you're not going to be able to defend yourself as well this round because Lorlea didn't make it easy for you, but you did manage to get her behind you. At least now the weak little elf is not going to get cut apart, and you're standing in between her and certain death. Okay. So, it's now the skeleton's turn to attack, and they are focusing entirely on Lorlea because she burned them all. However, they can't get to her. A dwarf's in the way, so they're attacking the dwarf. The first one swings its sword at the dwarf, and it rolls a 19 and hits. Redva, you take three points of damage from the short sword wound. These two back here are firing their bows. You're now down to four hit points, by the way. They fire their bows. No. Two of them are shooting. Um, I rolled an 18 and a 15. Now the rules are if they're shooting into a group like this, there's one, two, three of you. There's a random chance as to who gets hit. So every is a one to a two. Redva is gonna be a three or a four. Lorlea is gonna be a five or a six. So the first arrow is going to be hitting every and every you take four points of damage from a skeleton arrow. The second one is going to be hitting Lorlea. And Lorlea, you take one point of damage from a skeleton arrow. So they were aiming at the dwarf, but just too short, and the arrows ended up hitting every and Lorlea. I'll mark your damage on your character sheets. And then finally, the skeletal warrior somehow with no lungs and not able to breathe screams a horrible screaming sound and charges into every and attacks it has a wicking looked scimitar and this wicked looking scimitar slices through the air coming clean down onto every and every you simply sidestep and the scimitar slams into the ground about two inches from where you were all right now we have a new combat round since Albaton has decided to run away, I'm going to have Albaton roll for initiative, please. Give me a d6. DM rolls a 4 for the party, and Albaton rolls a 1 for the skeletons. The skeletons, thanks to Albaton's roll, move incredibly quickly and once again attack. The first one swings at Redva again, who is badly wounded. It swings and rolls a nat 20 critical hit against Redva. Redva, you take... Oh, and I rolled one for damage, so you only take two hit points of damage, despite the fact it was a critical hit. It could have been 12. So you're now down to two hit points. Alright, you are getting close to death. The two skeleton archers are also firing again at Redva. They clearly think the cleric is a threat. And they're firing two attacks. I roll an 11 and a 2. These are going to be hitting both hit Redva, 
Uh, Redvo, one you dodge, the other one slams directly into your chest, and your plate armor deflects the arrow, and it fires into the wall. Your dwarven plate is far too thick for these arrows to penetrate. The skeletal warrior screams again and strikes with a scimitar at every, and this time rolls a four, and again, every, you simply dodge aside, and this skeletal warrior, who is a formidable opponent, does not seem to be able to hit you. Okay, now it's the party's turn. Lorlea, these skeletons are clearly a threat. You've spent your spell. What are you doing? Fantastic question. Okay, hold on. Would you like some friendly DM advice? Yes, I'd love some. Okay, the reason that your wand hit a party member was because you attacked a target that was engaged in melee combat and when someone's dodging and fighting and blocking a blow and attacking, it can get between you and the wand. You have some skeletons here that are firing arrows at you that are 30 feet away. No risk of hitting a party member. Oh, okay. I've used the wand three times, correct? So I have seven more? That's correct. Yes, it's ten, right? All right, so I will pick up my wand and try to hit one of the skeleton archers. All right, make an attack roll, please. A d20 with your elven wand. Is that like an actual d20 on like the buttons, or do I need to go through the character sheet? And you can do the character sheet if you it. want, or you can just roll a d20. I'll either way. I'll I'll do the calculation. Okay. Seventeen is a hit. Your wand of elven striking slams a bolt of magical energy into this skeleton right here. I need a d4 for damage, please. And you do three points of damage to the skeleton. You see bits of bone fly off. The skeletal archer is badly damaged, but it's still firing its bow. Okay. Next is going to be Albaton. Uh, I'm going to um, take out my um, short bow and attempt to maybe damage the shield of the um, uh, skeleton warrior. Okay, you recall what not, I not just... Not the shield, but, like, just shooting at the warrior, because I don't really have anything else I, I can think about doing. Okay, so just, just to be clear, because the Skeletal Warrior is engaged in melee combat with every and oh, Redva, there's sorry. a chance your yes. arrow would hit them. Yes. Um, yes, uh, then Another. I'll shoot one of the... I'll try to shoot one of the other archer. Um, okay. In order to do that, I'm going to move you forward so you can get a clear shot. Okay. So you're going to end up being right about there. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. There is a small chance, since you're shooting past every and Redva, and you're so short, you kind of have to angle it up over them. Um, you still might hit them, but not very not very much of a chance. Okay. Shooting I'm willing to take that chance. There you go. Okay, go ahead and make your attack roll. Okay, so you managed to shoot your short bow with... Surprising dexterity, the arrow whisks past Redva, missing by inches, and slams into his already damaged skeleton. And the skeleton is still standing, but now has an arrow in its skull and seems rather disoriented. I'll take that. Now, every the skeletal warrior has tried to to hit you twice now. It's a formidable opponent. However, Redva is engaged with her own skeletal warrior and Redva's badly wounded. Are you attacking Redva's opponent, or are you attacking the one who's trying to kill you? Or what are you doing, actually, is the question. I'll attack Redva's opponent. All right. 
Sacrificing yourself, you attempt to save your dwarven friend. Make your attack roll, please. D20. As a nat 1 critical fail, I will need you to make me a dexterity check, please. A D20. Okay, you are under your dex. I'll need a D6 roll. You really want to roll a 1, 2, or a 3. Okay, you don't hit Redva, fortunately. Um, but you miss horribly the skeleton. Um, Redva, you can feel every sword take a chunk of the top of your top knot off. Just sort of graze the top of your head, taking a few hairs off the top of your head as she swung up the skeleton very badly. And uh, unfortunately, you overreach and you slam your sword into the wall right here. Go ahead and make me a d20 roll. You want to roll high. Okay, your sword is not damaged by your first roll was a 16 yes you rolled three times it's okay i'm sorry i double i saw a no 16. problem yep so your sword is not damaged by slamming into the cave wall um it'll need to be sharpened a little bit but it's not broken it's not damaged your, your sword's okay you will be at a disadvantage however when this skeletal warrior attacks you in a couple of seconds redva you're up what are you doing Okay, uh, what should I do? I'm badly damaged. Yes. Mm. And I need some advice. All right, so some DM advice. You have a couple of options. If you can get rid of this skeleton, the one that's attacking you, if you can beat it down, you're going to be a lot better off. Now, you still have these skeletal archers shooting you. That's a problem, but your plate armor is thus pretty good against short bows. Um, this skeleton is the threat. You could also heal yourself, but casting a cure spell, you might get it interrupted because they are trying to kill you. And then finally, you have something called Turn Undead. And you may not have been familiar with that, but clerics can raise their holy symbol and try and make undead run in fear. I'm going to try the last one. Okay. That's what I yelled at when I was running. That's the knowledge I had, but you completely ignored me, so that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Probably didn't understand what it meant, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Redva's going to raise try. her holy symbol up into the air. Redva, I'll need you to make me a d20 roll. You roll a 14. At your level, 14 is enough to turn skeletons. So the skeleton in front of you immediately... Actually, I need a d12 roll as well. So you succeeded. Let's see how well you did. Give me a d12. Very good. So you turn up to nine of them. There's only three that you can turn, however, because at your level, the skeletal warrior you're fighting is immune. But the skeleton that you're fighting right now that was cleaving into you turns and runs past the archers, and the archers also turn and they run. They run back into this corridor, getting as far away from you as they possibly can. They are no longer attacking anyone. Their only goal now, their very nature compels them to flee from you in fear. But this one here is unaffected and takes a swing at every and every you are out of position this skeleton swings at you your shield is no longer protecting you because you attack the other opponent and you turned as a result you are hit and you take only one point of damage your armor clearly absorbs most of the hit but the skeletal warrior did manage to find a small chink in your armor and manage to do some damage to you so you take one point of damage only you're incredibly lucky all right 
it's going to be a new round, and I'm going to have Redva roll for initiative, please. D6. The DM rolls a two for the party, and Redva gets a six for the enemy, meaning the entire party moves before the skeletal warrior does. Thanks to the turn undead, those skeletons are going to continue to run into that wall, trying to get as far away from the group as possible. Actually, as far away from the cleric as possible. So first up is Lorlea. Okay. Well, I'm still not like in the room, so I could try to hit him again with the wand, because that seemed to last time. So... You're going to hit the skeletal warrior with the wand? Can I move into the, the room and try to shoot at... Oh, you certainly can. Pardon? You're going to go in, You're going to go past Redva into the room and... So you want to... You wanna... Yeah, to fire, because I feel like... Okay. Uh, you'll have to get dangerously close to the skeletal warrior. Are you sure you want to do that? Okay, yeah, that's not a good idea. Okay. I... Actually, yeah, why not at this point? Okay, cool. We're going to... Hop on okay. over here. What's pop, dude? Make okay. Give me a dexterity check, wall. please. And Redva, the same <laughs> for you. Dexterity check. Okay. Okay, very good. Megs, you made it for your character. Lorlea's okay. And uh, very good. Uh, Panacommunista, you made it for Redva. And this time, Redva, you know what Lorelai's doing, the silly elf. You step aside back over here, allowing her to charge past you. She charges past and fires her wand as the skeletal warrior takes a swing at her. The skeletal warrior misses as its sword rakes across the back of your chain armor. Your chain armor absorbs the hit. You are incredibly lucky since your back is turned to a formidable undead opponent but you do get a chance to fire your wand at one of the skeletons. So D20? D20. Right. Yeah. That is a hit. And let's see which one you hit. Which one were you targeting? Do you, do you just pick one, just point it to me. Uh, or tell me which one you were targeting. The one you already damaged, one that's not hurt at all, the one with the shield, which one? The one that I already damaged. One you already damaged? Damaged, okay. the damage is gone. Give me a D4 for damage, please. Okay. Okay, and the bolt of magical energy fires into the skeleton, shattering it apart. It falls to the ground in pieces. As it did so, it turned around and was going to charge at you. You're pretty confident that the art of attacking these will break the turn. So if you attack it, Um. it's going to break the turn and it's going to come at you. You fortunately attacked a weakened one and killed it. Had you fought a different one and just damaged it, it probably would have charged you. Okay. So I tell everyone, guys, the one that is not yet, the one that is behind me, because those ones are not a concern right now, I tell the group wisely. Okay. Next is Albaton. Okay. Albaton, <laughs> what are you doing? So, there we go. Um, I am going to... Um, to be say. Mm, we still have the uh, large melee skeleton alive, yes? Correct. I can't tell which next it's on. Okay. Um, in that case, I am going to attempt to stab it with one of my daggers. Okay. Do me a favor and make me a dex check, please. D20. You'll be at plus two. That's a nat one, so that's a crit success. So I'm going to say that you bounce off this wall do a little parkour thing here. You flip and tumble right behind it. I'm going to give you two 
backstab attacks for that crit success tumble roll to get behind it. Go ahead and make me two attacks, please. Uh, hit modifiers plus four for backstab? It is. Okay, that first attack is unfortunately a miss. Make your second one. The skeleton's heavily armored. You just break against the chain. Um, the second one's a three, also a miss. So unfortunately, you're in perfect position. You did an amazing thing, but the armor and just the situation of the combat, none of your blows managed to land. Okay. Darn. Next is Every. Can you recap the situation that's like... I can. So the skeletons at the end of the corridor have been turned by your friendly cleric friend, Redva, and they are no longer a threat for as long as the turn lasts. If they're attacked, however, it could break the turn and they could come back to the party. The one directly in front of you, the skeletal warrior, is more or less undamaged. The only damage is taken was from the burning hand spell cast by, uh, cast by Lorlea. It's been attacking you. It's been fighting Lorlea. It's been hitting with some skill, if not for your heavy armor, you're confident it would already have taken you down. It's a pretty substantial threat. Right now he's friendly? No, he's not friendly. He's still trying to kill you. Okay. Okay, then I'm going to attack him. Okay, very good. Make your <laughs> d d20 attack roll, please. Okay, and you roll a 14. With your strength, that modifies it to a 15. That's enough for you to hit, despite its heavy armor and its shield. Your longsword is adept at cutting through chain armor, and you do so now. Roll me a d8 for damage, please. Uh, max damage. So actually, it should be a d6 because you're. Well, you didn't. You didn't say you were using your blunt. You said you were using the. I'm going to assume. You just <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to assume you just cut it. So the damage is cut in half, so it's four, but you do get a bonus of one for your strength. So you do five points of damage, and that is a significant wound. Chunks of bone and ribs fall from the armor, and it's clearly hurt. Okay, and Redva, you are next. Okay, um, so this skeleton did not run away in fear, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to smash it while he is, you know... Try to smash it now. Okay, you move forward back into the fray and you're attacking with your Warhammer. Straight up roll, go ahead and use your character sheet. Let's see what happens. Of course. I have it uh, zero, zero. Zero, zero, yep. No bonus to hit, no bonus to damage. So that roll of a nine is enough to hit it, but you end up smashing into its shield. It rattles the skeleton, but because it got its shield up in time, you do no damage. Alright, so I'm going to ask Albaton now to... Actually, it gets its attack now, so I almost forgot about that. So it is going to continue to be attacking every... And it rolls a 15 every... It slams its sword directly into your shoulder, and your heavy plate pauldron glances the blow off. If not for your armor, it would have cut your arm off. Alright. So, Albaton, d6 for initiative, please. The DM rolls a 4 for the party. Run to the next round. 5 for the enemy. The party moves just a little bit faster. Lorlea, you are in melee combat range now with the Skeletal Warrior. You have your wand out. There's nobody in front of you. You're all circling this thing. So, there's a very small chance that you would hit one of your companions. You're going to roll a d6. If you roll a 6, you hit one of them. 
a one, two, three, four, or five okay. hits a skeletal warrior. If you choose to use your wand. So what are you doing? I mean, it would take a long time for me to get out any sort of weapon, and the wand's the best bet we got here. So, yeah. All right, my guys, here we go. <laughs> okay, you are definitely attacking it. Make me a d20 roll to use your wand against the creature. A roll of a 10 or higher hits. Right. 18 is a hit. Give me d4 for damage, please, as your bolt of energy flies right through its armor and its shield, causing it damage. You see bits of bone dust fall from under the armor as the magic chars and disintegrates a chunk of the creature. But it's still standing. This thing is incredibly tough. Is, is he cutting out for the rest of us? Okay, your wand slams a bolt of energy into the skeletal warrior. You see bits of bone dust fall from the armor, and it's clearly badly wounded, but still standing. The creature is incredibly tough. Albaton, you're next. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to attempt just a dagger again, just a okay. slash of the dagger. Okay, you're no longer behind it. The creature has kind of turned to engage all of you with his back to the wall, but you can attack it. Go ahead and make me a dagger attack. There'll just be no bonus. Okay. And your roll of a 12 would normally hit, but it gets it shield up in time, and it blocks your attack. Okay. Every. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back in with the flat end of the sword. Okay, make your attack at minus two. So a roll of a 12 minus two is 10. You hit, but the armor takes the damage and absorbs the blow, and unfortunately, there's no damage to the creature. All right, Redva, you're up. You have a last one. This thing is angry. You're muted. Options do I have? Well, you can't turn it again. You've already tried, and the other ones fled. This one didn't. You could flee from combat and retreat. You could use your warhammer. You, if you had holy water, you could put holy water on it. You don't have any. Unfortunately, I don't oh. think you do. Uh, you could get creative and do something silly. You could tackle it. Uh, it's really up to you. Um, whatever you decide to do, I will find a way to figure out what the die roll says. Of course, um, I'm going to try to attack it, you know. Just so we can get out of this. All right. Bash it with your Warhammer. All right, let's see. Uh, let me find my weapon. Here we go. That is a solid hit for three points of damage. The creature is staggered and falls back against the wall. Everybody make me a D6 roll. If you roll a one or a two, I'm giving you a bonus attack. All right, so it looks like... Only, Six. only it's gay waffle time rolled a one, so only Albaton gets a bonus attack as this thing is staggered. An attack of opportunity, Albaton, go ahead and attack with your dagger. Alrighty. Uh, do I have a hit modifier? Am I? No, he, not backstab. There not backstab, no, but you do have a plus two to hit anyway. And for okay. you, unfortunately, you hit the armor yeah. and it did not hit. This thing's heavily armored, tough to get through that with a dagger. Okay, new round. We're gonna have Redva roll me a d6 for initiative, please. DM rolls a four for the party. Of Redva course, rolls. Okay, four for the party. Let's see. Two for the skeletal warrior who has recovered from that double-handed warhammer attack and is now striking every again. Rolling a five, every simply sidesteps, and now all of you get an attack. 
So, Lorlea, you're first. Again, with your wand, you'd roll a d6. If you roll a 6, you're hitting a party member. If you roll a 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5, you're hitting the skeletal warrior. You rolled a 3, so once again, you're using your wand. Go ahead and make a wand attack roll. Okay. And 15 is a hit. Give me a d4 for damage. Make me a d12 roll, please. Your wand fires a bolt of elven energies, uh, magical energy, directly into the chest of the skeletal warrior. You feel, uh, you see rather, the chest cave in, and there's almost a uh, a whoomp in the air as the entire creature is blasted back against this wall. Immediately, the bones begin to turn to dust, and seconds later, the sword, the scimitar, the shield, and the remains of the chain armor cut apart and bashed apart by every and Redva fall to the ground. The creature has been vanquished. Go team! Yay! Okay. So it is 9.03 my time, 7.03, or sorry, 8.03 your time. We're halfway through this adventure. We're going to take a break <laughs> now because it's Meg's birthday, and I have a cupcake with icing on it I'm going to eat. Happy birthday, Meg. I'm going to pause the recording yes. and we'll just do like a 15 minute social gathering, yep. okay? Sounds good. I'm on Happy birthday, dear Meg. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Okay, that was a brief interlude and a happy birthday to Megs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, one of our players had to log out and is being replaced now by Cricket, who is going to take over every Bloodfall for Ash. So, hello, Cricket, welcome. Thank you for having me. We also may hear some background noise as our toddler decides to get involved in the game as well. Please ignore that or be entertained by it. Either way, it's a reality, so we'll just deal with it. Okay, so you guys have just vanquished the Skeletal Warrior and several of its skeleton minions. There are two skeletons, one archer and another skeleton with a sword and shield up in the north corridor here that have been turned by Redva and that turn is going to wear off in a few minutes. So, what's everybody doing? Are we still in combat just order gonna... or just... No combat order because there's nothing aggressive okay. right now, so you guys can just take any okay. free action you wish. Okay. And I'm gonna heal myself. I need to heal. Or else this is gonna be a really sad condition. <laughs> it's true, yeah, we don't want death on this. Alright, so go ahead right. and sacrifice one of your spells. Which spell are you gonna sacrifice for a Cure Light Wound spell? Let's see which one's the least coolest. Well, actually, let me see. I want to Let's see which one I Hmm. Okay. While well, Redvest figuring that out, what's everybody else doing? Um, I'll just take a shot at um the archer right here. Okay, you're gonna use your bow and take a shot. Yes. Okay, so you put your dagger away and you draw your bow. That can be done outside of combat. It's far away, but go and so there's no risk of hitting the party. Go ahead and make an attack with your bow. So you get two arrows. The first arrow is a hit at 15. So you hit the skeletal archer. The arrow does one point of damage. Make your second attack, your second arrow. And oh, 
there we go. And the second arrow is a miss, but the first arrow does hit, doing one point of damage. Since you have broken the turn now, the skeletal warrior, or the skeletal archer rather, turns around and is getting ready to fire at the group. It is no longer turned by the cleric's turn spell, and you're all back in combat. So, I'm going to need Lorlea to roll me initiative, please. D6. All right. DM rolls a four for the party, and Megs rolls a six for the enemy, which is great. The party has a two-segment advantage. Lorlea, you're going to be first. Okay, so still my most effective weapon seems to be my wand, because everything else, like, what's a dagger going to do? Clearly it hasn't done much in the instances we've used it. How many turns do I have left on my wand? Have I used it like six times now, I think? I think you've used it seven times. Oh, okay. All right. Three more. Okay, so now that he's charging at us, I will advance and try to hit him with my wand. You're going to advance, or you fire from back here? DM advice, which one's more effective, like, distance-wise? This is closer, better? So, with your wand, there's no range penalty. It's a magical attack, so you can be as far away as 30, 40 feet and still hit. Okay, and so I'll just stay where I am. You are 30 feet away, so you're at perfect range. You can shoot from this far. Perfect. So I'll keep myself safe by staying further away, okay. and so I will shoot from here. All right, go ahead and make your attack. D20. No D6 because I don't... Nope. Sixteen is a hit. Your elven wand of striking fires a bolt of magical energy at the skeletal archer. Give me a d4 for damage, please. And you roll a one. So the damage is not very substantial. It's a glancing blow against the skeletal archer. And it's still standing and still aggressively targeting you all with its bow. Next is Albaton. Um, I'm going to take another shot. Hopefully this one works. All right, make your attack roll. Again, you can fire two arrows, so you can do two different attacks. Mm -hmm. A four is unfortunately a miss. The arrow falls short and to the left. Your second Alrighty. attack. and second one. Is a hit. Once again, your arrow flies true, but does one point of damage to the skeleton only. It's clearly damaged by the multiple attacks that have hit it, not to mention it's scorched and burned by... Uh, Lorlea's burning hand spell, but it's still aggressive and still a problem. Redva, um, you were preparing a spell before, correct? Yes, I will sacrifice light. Okay, very good. Make me a D8 roll. D8, okay, understood. You gain four hit points, you're back up to six. Every Lorlea and Albaton are attacking at range, the skeletal archer. What are you doing? Um, I apologize. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. So these are skeletons, and I'm noticing that arrow attacks aren't doing much damage. Correct. So do I have a shield? You do. Excellent. Um, I am going I am going to run up with my shield and bash the skeleton. Do I have strength? Yes. 
You do have strength, so go ahead and make me a quick dex check to ne negotiate past Lorlea. Lorlea, also make me a dex check, please. Both of you roll a d20. All right, Cricket, you're well under for every. You managed to get past, and Lorlea, you are over your dex. Oh, I'm sorry, you matched your deck, so you managed at the last second just to step aside as every charges forward, slamming into the skeleton with her shield. Go ahead and make me a shield bash attack. Roll me a d20. You'll be at plus two for a charge, every. 17 is a hit. Your damage is going to be 1d4 plus one. Go ahead and make me a d4 roll. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay, you rolled a one, which is not a lot of damage, but your additional strength adds one more point to that. You slam into the skeleton. You don't do a lot of damage as you slam into it, but you continue to drive it back into the wall as you push it with your shield, crushing it between yourself and the wall. All 175 pounds of you, plus the 60 pounds of armor you're wearing, and your eight pound shield, slam into the skeleton, crumbling it to dust. It falls apart. Yay. This skeleton here next to you is still attempting to flee and run away from the cleric. Although it looks at you and you can tell it's not afraid of you and it's deciding whether or not it's going to attack you. It can't see the cleric right now because the cleric is behind, Redvel is behind this wall here. So it's no longer affected by the turn. Okay, so that's all you can do, yep. So okay. the skeleton does attack. It rolls a 16 and it hits you, but its short sword is not effective against your plate armor and you take no damage from the attack. Okay, so it's a new round. Since Evra is up there with the skeleton, I'm gonna ask Evra to roll for initiative, please. I'm rolling a d6 for the party and I roll a one. The party's moving very fast. And Cricket rolls a six for the enemy. You have a five-segment advantage over the last remaining skeleton. Ever, I'm going to have you go first. What are you doing? That's you, Cricket. My apologies. I was on hard meet. Uh, I'm going to turn... So it looks like the skeleton may engage me. Is not... Oh, it's definitely, going to, it's definitely going to engage you. It already tried to swing at you once. Okay, so again... I will, uh, I only have my shield out, that's correct? Still have your longsword in your hand as well. Okay, then I will try to um, use the broad side of my sword uh, to cut into this bone creature. Okay, make an attack at minus two. Acclimating here. So that is a roll of a 19 plus one is 20. So you do, uh, you need to roll a d6 for damage, please, and it'll be at plus one. You don't do full damage with a broadside attack. So go ahead and roll me a d6. Roll a two plus one is three. You do three points of damage to the creature. It's badly, badly damaged. Chunks of bone fly from it, but it is still standing and now threatening you. Okay, Lorlea, you're next. What are you doing? I suppose if I tried to hit it with my wand again, I would risk hitting Urbra. One, one, two, one, two, or a three, you hit the skeleton. Four, or five, or a six, you'll hit Evra. Are those worth the odds? I don't think so. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything else. Hold on. Short sword. Yeah, I'd have to. It, 
But I'm not at a good distance. I'd have to put the wand away, take out the sword, and go. That's like two turns. You could do that in one turn with a dex check. Okay, we can try that. Okay, yes, dex I check at plus two. Give me a d20 roll and add two to it, please. Okay. You are well under your dex check. Your elven dexterity serves you well. You put your wand back in your belt. You draw your sword and you charge in. You can now attack the skeleton at plus two. You're charging in to help defend every from this foul creature. Make your attack. Oh. And suddenly I can see. <laughs> she, her wand is bright, so there's, yeah, she has light. Okay. Just roll me a d20. Short sword, I'll, I'll, roll. I'll, yeah, or use a short sword. That's perfect. Oh. Yep, thank you. And plus two to hit. Hit modifier. Oh, two. Damage, nothing? No damage bonus. Damage modifier? No damage right. modifier. Yep. So your roll of a 16 is a hit. Um, you do half the damage noted there because you're slashing with it. Two points of damage is just enough to make the skeleton sort of teeter on its feet and it sort of falls over. And the two of you see that the skeleton is just barely holding itself together and you bash it with your swords, the two of you, Every and Lorlea, turning it to dust and smashing it apart. <laughs> Yay! What? Good job! High five! <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are now all dead, right? out of combat. You're, you're, yeah. And I'm going to boost your hit points to six, Redva, so, because you did a heal spell. And just to note, so Lorlea is at half health, Redva is at two-thirds health, um, Albaton's at 70%, and Every is at a little less than half health. So... You're all a little bit hurt. Okay. Are we allowed to... Because right. I know I use my fire spell, so typically you rest. I don't sleep. So if I meditate and we, like, pause before we continue to, like... Doesn't that give us some health back, or are we not playing that? So if you were to rest for eight hours with food in a comfy bed, or at least in a, in a proper camp where you could actually get some sleep, in your case, as an elf, you'd meditate for four to six hours, you could heal one hit point. And you could definitely oh, memorize okay. your spells again. But you're in a damp, awful dungeon, crawling with critters. You can't really rest in here. Okay, so I am I allowed to learn another spell, or is that it? That's it. Alrighty. Um, okay. I think we've got one more place to... We, we've got only one path to go down, so... Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. going to... Uh, I do want to check... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check the trap just in case. Um, okay, make me a detect traps roll, please. You know it's here, but this is going to tell you about the trap if you succeed. Okay. You failed by a lot. You see that it's a spike trap. You see that it killed a guy, and it's nasty. You're not able to intuit much more than that, unfortunately. Okay. Um. Well, I guess. I'm going to um, slowly uh, walk across the bridge, um, being very careful and trying to see how safe the bridge actually is. Really quick. Oh. Uh, Jim, drink me. Yes. Um, so for me, I can't see when anyone else rolls the dice, and my dice aren't vanishing on my screen. Like, I still see my roll from, like, two minutes ago, and I don't see anyone else's rolls. So if you click your dice, they'll, they'll go away. 
And everybody needs to go to the settings area and enable 3D dice and automatically roll 3D dice. Okay. It is for me too. Yeah, I was dead. able to until we re like continued. I, I don't know. Do you see this? Okay. Yes. There okay. Got this all. Okay. Okay. Cool. We're all set. So. Thank you. Is Albaton right. going off by herself, or is anybody joining her at the edge of the bridge? I'm not crossing the bridge until everybody else does does their action. They're like next okay. things. Of course. So let's see. Did you walk across the bridge yet? Just... No, I'm 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 waiting for y'all to either move around or loot the skeletons or whatever. Right. Right. Me being, I don't know, should I risk it? I kind of want to check this guy to see what he has, but I also don't really want to get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> get yeah I don't want to get hurt. He's only wearing, like, leather armor. Probably doesn't have anything that That's good. True. And we have, like, 25 gold coins. We're basically rich. That is We're true. Fine. That is true. <laughs> However, I kind of see, oh, I kind of see alligators in the water right there, man. Mm. Yes, below the bridge you see a bunch oh. of hungry crocodiles. Oh and no. Okay. The bridge the bridge does look a little rickety. It's not it's well constructed I you suppose, but between each of the bridge slats is a good three foot distance. You'd have to jump from slat to slat. Anybody with a dexterity over twelve to fourteen would have no trouble. Anybody under a dexterity of 12 to 14 is going to struggle to get across that bridge, especially if they're a dwarf with very short legs. And with heavy armor. I am with yeah. heavy armor. Okay. That would do So I've got a dex of 16. Hey. I'm like 47 pounds. I'm a just. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you, can, you can hop, skip, and, and jump. Okay. Uh, do me a favor, Albaton, and make me a dexterity check, please. Alrighty. Okay, very good. And now I'm going to need a saving throw versus death. On your character sheet, you will see a saving throw area. There'll be something called death, paralyzation, and poison, all in one. Alrighty. Here we, here we go. No modifier, right? No modifier. Okay, you fail the saving throw versus death, but you made your dex check. So here's what happens. You fail to see the spike trap in time, and the spike trap triggers as you cross the bridge. It's in exactly the same place the other one was, just on the other side of the bridge. And you should now be able to see it. Uh, you take damage, yes. but because you made your dex check, it doesn't instantly kill you. So, the amount of damage you take is going to be 3d4, so 3 to 12. And I rolled a 1, a 1, and a 2. So you take 4 points of damage. Uh, 3 health oh, and no. a dream. Here we go. <laughs> That's pretty lucky. Gotta be the halfling in you. So you stumbled right into the trap, but it did not kill you. But for dramatic effect, I am going to add something here because I think it's appropriate. There we go. That's better. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, I all just right. realized um, I'm still over there because I didn't have a chance to do my action before well, Gay Waffle when we're not across the bridge. Oh. When we're not in combat, you guys can just move around, yeah. do your thing. Don't worry about it. 
if you move somewhere Sweet. where it right, puts I'm you here. in harm's way or puts you into combat, I'll stop things and I'll be like, okay, you move there, guess what happens? Don't worry, I'll take care of that. And Evra probably okay, can't cool. see so. your character. There we go. Okay, Evra's over there too. All right, so All right. you do see Albaton across the bridge and nearly get impaled. And these spikes are bigger than Albaton. So <laughs> that could have been very bad. Oh, dang it. Okay. All right. What's going on? I, I kind of want to heal Albaton, but I also think that bridge is going to be the death of me. Okay, Red yeah. you go last. You're most likely to break the bridge. So at least the rest of us get across if you die by alligators. Sorry. Red, Redva's not going to break the bridge. Yeah, Redva's going to fall through the bridge. Okay, that could break a slat or something. That could make it difficult. I mean... Alright. Who wants to go next, then? Am I, like, am I like on the ground, like, da or am I just damaged and, like, still moving around? So this spike came up and sort of tore into you and then went past you. So you kind of like okay. rip into you and like, whoa, there's a spike and it's right in front of your face sticking up and you're like, wow, it's taller than okay. me. Yeah, so. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it like went through an arm or whatever or if I was like stuck there, but you're, okay. You're not impaled. You. you made your dex check, so you're okay. How can you make it safer? Well, if you had a, yeah. if you had a rope and you helped someone to get across with a rope, I have a rope, guys. I have a rope. Yeah. Right. Glad you help us out. Okay, I will get my rope. Hold on. Let us look at my little... Oh, so long. Yes, I have... I thought I had a rope. I remember it saying rope. Yes, yeah, small coil of rope. On my belt. I think that says 25... Is that feet or inches? 25 feet. Feet, okay. Like, yeah, that's a tiny rope if it's 25 inches. Okay, so... That gets you about a yeah, third not... of the way across the bridge. That's not gonna help much. <laughs> no, I have 50 feet of twine and 20 feet of wire. Oh. Mm. How, how long is the bridge? The bridge is... 60 feet. Hmm. So, that's... Lesser than your twine. Yeah. Like, unless. But how exactly would that help? It's not like we can zipline across. We still have to, I guess, to hold it to stabilize ourselves. That might help. We should have sent it with um, uh, Albaton, yeah. though. <laughs> that was smart on our part. I suppose, um, uh, Evra, your two, we could tie them together to get the length that could. That will make it 60 feet. And then okay. one of us has the high dexterity, I believe, me, and then we can make it easier for the, the two of you to cross. Okay, so we need to tie it off to something over on this side and we need to get it over to. Um. The. The two lengths wouldn't be enough to span the bridge. 25 feet and 20 feet gives you 40 feet. 45 feet. But. And the crocodiles are about 20 feet below the bridge in a saltwater pond. So there's saltwater crocodiles and quite large. They seem quite hungry. They probably swam in here from some kind of underground river that goes out to the sea. But regardless, the combination of your 25 feet of rope and the bit of wire that you have would not be enough to span the bridge. 
I thought it was 50 feet. 60 feet. Twine. At 50 feet of twine. Well, the twine's not going to hold anything. It's just twine. Oh, okay. Um, I got a blanket. That's unfortunate. And some sacks. Let's see what I have. Yeah, so the trick here is going to be making it so that Redva does not fall through the bridge into the crocodile pit. Yep. So is that an apple? Do you have well, I think I might have to sacrifice a little bit of my armor just so we can actually. Oh, you're going to need I... that. There has to be a different way about this. Does somebody else have yeah, another blanket? Either. Because I, I do not have a blanket that I can see. No. What else can I have? Well, we have some GM advice. However, you do notice that I am really good with animals. Get a nat 20 and just go down there and just like talk to them. <laughs> Croc, I bro, you're my friend. Now. Yeah. Probably not gonna work. Your friend? Uh, it's not gonna work? No. <laughs> so you're asking, you're asking some DM advice. So you have a couple of options. You could, every couple of slats, you could tie the rope to the main supports of the bridge. If you did fall through, you'd be dangling by the rope. As long as the rope held and was strong enough and didn't break in uh, as the dwarf falls through, then somebody could go and haul the dwarf back up. That's one option. Okay. But think about that. Someone's going to have to be on the bridge with the dwarf accepting the same kind of risk, right? Because, I mean, yeah. Okay. So... I do realize now that I have a thin coil of rope which says it's 50 feet. Um, so I could, we could tie it, like, uh, get, um, um, I'm sorry, uh, get Lorlea across, like, basically tie it to, uh, Redva, and, like, as she's walking across, just kind of hold it, making sure she- she doesn't fall. Would that be of any help? Or you're one that I'm. I'm also really heavy, and that's a thin rope. I think oh, we yeah, should use coil. the twenty-five. Yeah. Oh, here. Like the twenty-five feet I have, and just go every few slats with. I think. Do I have the highest dexterity? I, I have so. a sixteen. So, I think I have a seventeen. You do. Okay, so I will go with you and make sure you do not fall off the bridge. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> One step at a time. Okay. Oh, hold on. Oh you're, you're... What's that? Pardon? You're wounded? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Name. Everyone's wounded. Uh, Everyone's wounded right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all very wounded. Okay, I just, I just, I have um, healing um, ability, so I'm, I won't be able to like heal you all the, or you know what I mean, give you full health. But I should at least be able to do something, shouldn't I? Yes, please. Yeah, bind, bind the wounds, keep them from bleeding, get infected. Absolutely. 
Yes. Yes, please. Yes. All right, let me do that. Do I need to move you back just... over or? No, no that's a just really like... bad idea. You could attract the alligators. <laughs> Yeah. So the blood from the blood from the the spike trap has already gone into the salt water, and the alligators are already in a frenzy. So. Oh no! <laughs> I'll take care of you when we get there. <laughs> I can heal you. Don't worry. I have a. So have cricket. A cricket, go ahead and quickly make three d twenty rolls, please. I just did three healing spell or so, not spells. Three healing proficiencies. That's fine. Uh, there's a lot of side noise too. I think I think our little one's got like paper or something. Yes, I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. So the first one is going to be for Redva, and you bind the wounds, but there's there's no health regained. Um, you, you're not able to do much. Um, the second one is going to be for. Um, Lorlea, and same thing. Wounds are bound. You've cleaned them. But again, it doesn't seem like there's much much more you can do. For your own wounds, however, you gain one health. You're able to clean those very, very well. Um, you keep them from bleeding. You keep yourself from losing some blood. And you're up to nine health now. Hey, sweet. Yeah. All right. So we're off to somewhat better. At least we're not getting worse and infected and sad. All right. So are we heading up? another uh, of those left, right? That, that you can heal me when you... Cross the bridge, right? I actually okay. have some bandages for you, so it's fine. Okay, Just okay, let me cross the bridge. Yeah. I have an apple. You can have an apple when I get there. You're welcome. Okay. All right, let's cross. <laughs> Go. Please don't drop me. I'll try. No, so, okay. I, I walk. Lorlea, Lorlea and right. Redva are using the rope. Um, Every, are you crossing yes. first or after them? Well, team, what do you think? You want me to go first? Cross first. Cross first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll do that. Okay, every your dexterity is high enough where you, you don't even have to make a roll. Uh, so you get a cross, but do me a favor and roll me a d20. What? I'm sorry. A d what? A d20, please. Higher is better. 13. Okay. Thank you. You are across, and everything seems fine. You avoid the pit trap, or the spike trap, rather, and you see that uh, Albaton is pretty badly hurt. Got a nice big gash in her side from one of those spikes. Okay. Lorlea and Redva, describe to me what you're doing. Okay. We are, um, like, every... Each of these is three feet in between each slot, right? Uh, yep. That was a noise. Okay. Um, so, it's like every two we attach the rope and try to, like, get you to the next like, slat. Okay, the so side two, four, I would say six, I would say eight. at the beginning, I would say that yeah, yeah, like with each step at least it should yeah. be careful. Yeah. Okay. So here's how it's going to work. Lorlea, you have a seventeen decks, and Redva has a ten decks. You're going to be stabilizing Redva with the rope, and you're going to be sacrificing some of your dexterity to help Redva get across. So you determine how many points of your dexterity you want to lose and give to Redva to help Redva get across each time oh, we do no. this. Oh, no. All right, so we're going to start, no. and I'm going to put you guys both on slat three to start. And you're doing this every right. two slats, so you're going to move to here with the rope attached. A lot of alligators. Okay, so. Oh, my God, there's so many alligators. 
Lorelia, how many are of your right. X points are you giving to Redva to make these rolls? I guess three, because then we're 13 and 14, and that's pretty... Okay, so you'll cool. be at 14, so make me a dex check. Okay. Okay, you're over. Very good. And Redva, make me a dex check. 13 or under, please. Oops. Damn, is there anything I can do to help? Throwing my blanket down? At this point, no. So here's what happens. Redva gets to this slat. Lorlia, you fall off the bridge, pulled by the weight of the dwarf on the rope, and um, make me a dex check to catch yourself at full dex. 17 or under. Okay. Very good. You rolled a 7. Redva, make me a strength check, please. D20? Yep. Okay, you're well under. You pull the light little elf up the rope and back onto the bridge. You've made it to slot number five. Okay, so now you're going to do this again. So, Lorlia, how many points of dexterity are you sacrificing stabilizing Redva? Is she going to recover those? No, she's back to 17. Yeah, again. no, just, it's just, you're doing this over and over again until you guys oh, okay. get across, or you both fail, which would be bad. Yeah, I don't want to die. Okay, that's the same as last time, because okay. it seemed to have worked, and I don't want to risk any more. D20, 14 right, or under so D20. for you. Yep. 19, okay, you're having unlucky rolls tonight, and Redva, 13 or under, please. 13 or under, let's see. Okay, you both failed. So, you both now need to make me D6 rolls. Oh, D6 no. rolls. Make me two D6 rolls. One D6 roll each. Lower is better. Okay, go ahead. Two is good. And five is not good. Oh. Okay. So you oh, both fall bad. off the bridge. You both are still tied to the rope, but the rope is now over both sides of the bridge. You're dangling. Uh, the bridge is about five feet, six feet across. So you're both dangling 10 feet down, and the crocodiles are about 8 feet under you, snapping oh up God. into the air, what? and you're just dangling there off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, right in the middle, where the bridge is the lowest. What do you recommend? Okay. Um, I'm going to try to hoist myself back up what do you onto the bridge. What do you recommend, Dion? So you're precarious right now because the rope is across the bridge and one person's on one, the other person, you're balanced, kind of. The dwarf's a little lower. Right. If the dwarf is shorter, otherwise the crocodiles would already be biting at your feet. I'm not recommending anything. This is, this so, is something for you guys to solve. Okay. Or, so, or the people who are on the other side of the bridge, would, safe and sound, kind of helping you guys out. Okay. Uh, would someone coming back on the bridge to like stabilize us as we try to climb up or would that be too much weight and snap the bridge make me an intelligence check please at plus five okay. d20 yep okay you don't know <laughs> all right how about this i will figure out a skill we're just hanging here. <laughs> the thing is, I only weigh 47 pounds, but I'm weak. I'm super, yeah. super weak. And so I don't think I'll be able to do anything. Yeah, can't do squat. Okay. Yeah. Here's it. What if we can't I was good for picking locks and finding hey. traps. That's we can it. see each other. 
So, hi on the other side of the bridge. What if we climbed up the same time to equal the weight? Okay, you're both gonna try and climb up. At the same time. No, that's not that's not gonna work. I'm gonna fall. And you're gonna fall with me. How? Because I'm heavier than you. But it, I don't know how this is. Okay, if this is at the same time and we're keeping the weight balance, we'll both get to the ledge. Mm. So, Redva is about twice your weight, Lorelai. Yeah, you're gonna. F I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> fall, and you're gonna fall with me. However, considering that we are balanced, uh, where is this rope holding to? The friction of the bridge itself and the fact that it's kind of jammed onto one of the slats is the reason you both haven't fallen in. Is there a reason okay. we can move this rope across the bridge? <laughs> just like swing. <laughs> just swing, literally. Uh, it's jammed and across both ends and you're sort of off the bridge, so there's no way for you to move the rope. The rope is the only thing holding you up into the air right now. This is not good. This is not good. However, <laughs> I said I do have an animal trainer. <laughs> We're not talking to the alligators. <laughs> I do have command. I could probably try to get them, win them over. They have to understand you. We're just gonna have an army of. What other spells do you guys have? I'm out of spells. What do you have? I have command. Protection from evil and sanctuary. Healing, obviously, but that's not going to work at all. Sanctuary is healing? Sanctuary prevents something from attacking you. Okay, we're not in any danger as of yet. Unless we fall into the water, then that's a problem. <laughs> okay, well, okay, spells are not going to help us, so we have to figure out what we've got in our character sheets that can help us. I have yes. iron okay. spikes, I have a hammer, a hatchet. Um, I have a large belt, small sack, satchel, a small silver mirror, small helmet. Yeah. But if I take away, if I throw a little bit of my equipment to the water, would that make me lighter? It would, but your most of your weight is going to be in your armor. I think your armor weighs 45 pounds. Don't get rid of your armor. <laughs> we need that link for when we're fighting. To be honest, it's uh, the only choice we have. Well, could, could, could we throw something to distract the alligators so it would mitigate the risk of us? Oh, that's a good idea. Let's try it. Um, I have an apple. Gonna... I don't think they'd like an apple. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, but I have... Throw blood or something. I don't know. We have fresh blood there that they want. Someone be bait. <laughs> Albuton, is Albuton? Do you are you um, arrow, um, do you have arrows? Okay, you're on you're on mute. I can't hear you. You're not on mute. That's weird. You're on hard mute or something. Like yeah. No. Uh, how about now? <laughs> you're good. Yes. Okay, yes. I just I just unplugged and unplugged my mic. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, okay. yes, I have a short bow. Um... Can you maybe see if you can, uh, do something with some of these alligators? Um... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'll try to... I'll, I'll just see if I can shoot one. Let's just... Hey, what, what are they... Why is, it, why is the spikes... 
Okay, that's Hold on. Throw the body to the No one's on the, the side. Body. No one's on the side of the body. Oh, oh. Okay, well what about that red arrow from earlier? Who has it? Maybe that like Who has it? or something. Evra uh, has Evra. it. Okay. Evra has the red arrow. You know you uh it, it's a thing from earlier before you joined us. Um, it's just a special red arrow. I'm gonna just try to shoot it at one of the alligators. Are we good All with right. that? Yes, I will give you the red arrow. Alrighty. DM, do you need what rolls? Make me a d20 roll, please. <laughs> this feels like a very bad decision. <laughs> okay, um, you miss the alligator, but the moment the red arrow hits the water, there's a massive explosion. A huge ball <laughs> of fire appears the moment the arrow strikes anything, and in this case, it surfs to the water. The surface of the water boils. I need both Lorelei, or sorry, Lorelia and Redva to make me a dexterity. Uh, just roll me a d20. Lower is better, and you're all blasted up into the air. What the alligators? Do they go down or are they, they also going up? The alligators were under the water, so they're protected from the explosion to some degree by the surface of the water, although the okay. first five or six inches of water did just kind of boil off where the arrow hit. There's massive okay. amounts of steam. Okay. There's a huge geyser of steam and water blowing up, and the bridge is completely and totally blown apart. I need, I need Lornia and Redva to make me a d20 rolls, please. All right, so seven... And lower is better. 19. Is that a water or a 19? Oh, no. It's a 19. It's a <laughs> 19. Wait. 19. Yep, that's what I see here on the yes. side. Okay. All right, okay. so Lorlea, make me a d6 roll, please. So well, we're one, attached, two, three. so if you go down, I go down. So you are blown over here. Make me a dex check to avoid the spikes. Great. If after all that I get impaled... You're fine, but you do take damage from the explosion, and you take two points of damage, so you're now down to uh, four hit points. <laughs> I feel okay. like we needed that for the final boss. <laughs> Redva, you are blown yeah. directly up. You <laughs> hit the ceiling, and then you fall directly down into the alligators. The alligators both converge on you, and they chomp you. One of them misses with an 8. The other one hits with a 15. Its jaws close around you, but your plate armor is holding the jaws open. Lorlea, you feel a pull of the rope as you are pulled into the alligator pit as the alligators uh, grab the dwarf and shake their heads back and forth. Um, Redva, make me a constitution check to avoid drowning. Constitution? Yep, D20, please. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw down my sacks um, so that... You're not um, drowning this yet. You're okay. So, so that the people down below can um, put them around the alligators' mouths. Uh, they're not going to be able to do that. The alligators are too big. These things are 25 feet long. Uh, uh, okay. But Lorelai is about to get pulled off the ledge that she just got blasted onto by the rope. <laughs> So someone needs to grab her or she's going into the water with uh, Redva and doesn't have the same I'm thick armor. Her. I will right. not be able to do anything. All right. Yeah, I 
don't know. Next. So make me yeah. make me a strength check every, and I'll need a Ben Bars lift gates roll as well. So a D twenty strength check and then a D one hundred. Okay. Okay. D one hundred. Okay. Every, I need a dex check to avoid you getting pulled into the water. Oh, I'm way you, under. You, right under, you don't get pulled in. You are not able to prevent Lorelei from getting pulled into the water. Although, Albaton, I'm going to give you one quick action. One thing that you could think to do to prevent Lorelei from going for a swim. Come on, bro. Don't okay. let me. <laughs> Please. So, you say the bridge is obliterated as in split yes. in half or gone? Just it's, gone? It's split in half. It's mostly gone. The fireball burned a lot of it. Um, okay. The only reason that Lorelei and Redva aren't destroyed is it detonated on the water, and um, the water took a lot of the energy. But the steam and the blast itself blasted them up. Okay, okay. Lorelia. Um, I will simply try to um, reach for the um, rope and just cut it with one of my daggers. Just last ditch, that's all I can think of. That would leave that would leave <laughs> Redva to be eaten by the crocodiles, but okay. Um, yeah, well, I I don't know <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Dang. That's right. large. <clears throat> I mean, right. you're saying should, should I try? So, should I? I'm about to die, mate. Pick some. <laughs> Make me a D twenty roll. Yeah, that's all I can think to do. Here we go. Two. Um, okay, so you failed to cut the rope. Um, Lorlea, make me a strength check, please. I got, like, no strength, but all right. Oh, no, my screen glitched. Hold on. Hello? Just give me a d20. D20, right? Yep. Yep. You made it. So, Lorlea, given your... <laughs> oh! your pitiful strength, but your high intelligence. As you're getting pulled over the edge, you manage, as you're getting dragged, to move yourself to one side of one of the spikes, and now you're jammed between two of the spikes, and the rope is pulling against these iron spikes that came out of the floor, preventing you from going any further. Although, pretty soon this rope is gonna rip through your light leather belt. But for the moment, you've arrested yourself by jamming yourself between these spikes from the spike trap. See, I didn't check on purpose. It, it was I was I was thinking ahead. It was it was all it was all on purpose. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Redva, this crocodile continues to try and eat you. So, what is everybody doing? We're going to go in sequence here. So, Lorlia, you just took your action and you saved yourself temporarily from being pulled in. Um, Albaton. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have 50 feet of rope I'm going to it, it's thin it's thin well hold on a little cowboy get that alligator can, can you explain the situation here so so we have a rope between Lorlea and Redva. Redva's in the jaws of one of the crocodiles trying to be eaten, but the plate armor is preventing the crocodile from biting through the dwarf. Lorlea is jammed and against... I thought I had... Sorry? I thought I had the rope. 
Uh, you did, but, but you had you had to you you didn't have the strength check. You you failed your strength check. You had to drop it or avoid to avoid being pulled over yourself. So okay. now you can you can certainly grab it again. Yeah, you're you're kind of on the ground, back behind the, the trap. You could get up and grab the rope again, but um, you had to let it go, or you would have fallen over. So. Right now, Redva is not drowning. The crocodile is still trying to pull Redva underwater, but because the rope is holding for now, um, that's kind of a standoff at the moment. And the okay, bridge is gone. I, I will grab the rope again. Okay, so go ahead and make me another strength check in a Ben Bar's lift gates roll. Okay, strength check first. Seven. Okay, very good. You've got a hold of the rope. You've stabilized yourself against one of the spikes. Make me a D100 roll, please. Lower is better. Ben bars. That's fine. Ben bars is great too. And yeah, you're 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 straining against this crocodile, but you're not able to pull Redva out of the water. Okay. So Redva, what are you doing? Hmm. Let's see. So this crocodile is trying to me under, isn't he? Mm -hmm. And I cannot use my weapons because, well, I'm being chomped on by this alligator. Correct. Is there a way I can take off my armor? No. No. Yes. No. You're you're sandwiched between the alligator's jaws. In fact, it's difficult to even breathe. It's there's a lot of pressure, sort of com compacting the armor into you. There's no way to take it off. You can't talk to the animals and make I them talk to the animals. <laughs> I can't the idea of us having a small alligator army as we venture into the cave, but whatever, I'll I'll let it drop. Let's see. Let's see what I can. Iron spikes. Cricket, you do have iron spikes. What are you planning to do with the iron spikes? You're holding the rope right now, preventing Redra from being dragged under. Okay, so can I um? Um, maybe try and stabilize the rope around these spiky things so that I don't have to keep holding it. Can I do that? You can most certainly do that. Um, you realize that it won't hold forever, but you can give yourself a little bit of time. Okay. I can't do anything. Redva, make me, make me a D100 roll. Lower is better. D100? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. 16. Oh. Okay, do me a favor, make me a D6 roll. Lower is better. Lower is better. Alright. Alright, so you rolled a 2 and then you rolled a 16 on your D100 roll. 2 on your D6 roll. You managed to sort of twist and, and push with all of your strength and all of your might and you temporarily get the crocodile to release its jaw. It mostly released you to get a better grip on you and take another big bite. But for the moment, for the briefest of moments, the jaws are not closed around you and you're bobbing there in the water. And Evra, you feel the rope go a little bit slack just for a split second. I do? You do. Redva appears to be free of the crocodile just for a moment. Uh, I... If I feel that before I let go, I'm going to start trying to pull, won't I? Yes, okay, so you're that's gonna, what I'm going you're to do. Pull? 
All right, it's 25 feet of rope, and it's the one one side is tied to Lorelei. So go ahead and um, make me another strength check. 14 is under. Okay, I'm going to give you a D6 roll now. A roll of a one or a two is going to do it. Six. Oh, possible roll. It's okay. So you get to about here, and you've pulled. You've pulled Redva over, and you've pulled Lorelei into the spikes, but she's at the bottom of the spikes. She's not being impaled by them. And you're jammed up against the spikes, and you can't pull anymore. Um, the rope is all twisted and turned, and uh, unfortunately, you don't think from your current vantage point you can get the dwarf out of the water. Can I try to do something, or am I you off can, on the ground? You can like try. You can try and pull in your end of the rope. Um, it, it's uh, and but you're so one part's attached to you. The rope kind of looks like this right now. Let me draw it to make make this a little easier. So it's like this. Yeah. So you'd have to get all the spikes and then grab the rope and help every pull. Oh. Um, hey, have sure. the I mean, claws closed back in, or did the pulling of Redva out um, like disorient the crocodile? Is he free from the crocodiles momentarily? Still free from the crocodile for the next few seconds. Whatever you do now is okay. going to be either the dwarf's <laughs> life or death. Can we throw things down? Are there rocks or stones or something that we can push down onto those crocodiles to get them? You might hit Redva. So I still have 25 feet of thin rope. If I, could I possibly tie it to one of the spikes and toss it down to Redva to help him, uh, to help her hoist herself back up? You could. Make me a quick dex check. but I, I have another option, but it's more crazy. I just want to run it by. Um, I have a proficiency in swimming. <laughs> okay, we already have one person in the water. Let's not put another person in the water. No, <laughs> no. Do you, do you want to do an if, absolutely crazy thing? No. Okay. I, I was, I was going to say if you w- weren't going to let the rope thing, that I'll just go Hail Mary and try to swim proficiency and melee the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> if we put a rope on you, we'd be able to pull you back up. I that do is true. weigh 47 pounds. Oh, look at that. Oh, look up hey. Go for it. Let's go for okay. it. So then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to one end of the rope to the iron spike, one end of the rope to me, and in I go. All right. So make me. So are you just holding onto this rope, or you're tying it to yourself? And what are you tying it? Oh, to? I'm tie. I'm tying it to my waist. Um, okay. And then diving in with daggers drawn, trying to pokey pokey. All right. Make me oh a dex God. check. <laughs> oh my God. Very nice. You have tied it to yourself. Tied it to the spikes. And you are diving in. Go ahead and make me a swimming proficiency check, please. You can just roll a d20. Alrighty. If you want. Okay. So, is swimming that a crit is, fail or a crit success? Swimming is based on strength, and that's a crit fail. So, you dive in. Roll me a d6. Stress. Okay. You dive in and you dive and hit Redva with your daggers. Um, roll me 2d4 damage, please, for Redva. Oh, no. 
one and four. Redva, you take five points of damage and two daggers are jammed into you. Um, How does that work? They're jammed into your plate armor and they just they, they found purchase somehow. And, and now Albaton has basically pin-cushioned you and is holding onto you with two daggers jammed into your armor. Yeah, but that could work. <laughs> no! There is a nice, there's a small <laughs> thin cool. rope. There's a small thin rope now tied to um cool. to Albaton and effectively Redva through the daggers, I guess. Um, what what are you doing, Lorelai and and Every? Well, I'm trying to get out of I. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know because I'm just tangled in a rope and the spikes and if I get out that's like like I'm at least a good anchor right now if I try to remove myself then I'm not being a good anchor with well, that rope the anchor but effectively I also want to help the anchor is effectively every right now because every's pulling on the rope and pulled you into the spike pit by doing okay. so well, I'm gonna untangle myself like just at least get the rope off of me so I can help every pull and try to get half our party out of the water Ooh. Why? Why did we do this? So no. You're, so you're pulling on the thin rope and Every's pulling on the thick rope? Yes. All right. Strength check for Every and for uh, Lorlia. Uh, Every's, uh, so Every's well under and Lorlia is not. But I see a 6 on that d20. I don't see a 14. That's weird. Roll one more time, Meg. Roll one more time. Roll a d20. Okay. 12. You're still... Yeah, your strength is a 9. So, unfortunately, um, you don't pull up Albaton. Albaton, you are still in the... Um, well, you're sort of hanging off of Redva in the water. Um, let's see here. <coughs> Five points of damage. And I'm going to make a saving throw for the rope to see if it holds for the dwarf. And it rolls an 18. So the rope does not break and the dwarf is out. However. Oh, I'm still here. Whoops. I, did, I never Actually, moved. no, you're not. Because you're holding on to your daggers. I just rolled another roll. And you held on to the daggers all the way up, riding the dwarf <laughs> out of the water. <laughs> See, everything's planned. Okay. I knew it was going to happen from all along. No, I triggered the spikes for that reason. All of it. I'm just... I, I have to say, the physics for this probably would not work, and this makes absolutely no sense. So please don't think this is realistic in any way. But this is what happens. Yes. And you're all, you're all out of the water, and the crocodiles are very upset. All they got was some dwarf blood and no meal. Um... I'm going to pass him um, part of my rations, just to just as a parting gift. I can heal myself. I have bandages and a healing spell that I can still use. All right. So, so I just I also need healing Hold on. proficiency. So yeah, you're going to use your healing proficiency, your last bandage on on Lorelei, I assume. Cricket. Yeah, whoever needs it the most. Okay, and Redva, go ahead and make me a healing proficiency roll. Uh, every do the same thing, I, and then you're going to use I one did, of your... I did two. Oh, you did two? Okay. Okay, so, okay. Um, okay, so the first one's going to be for every... Every, you'll get one health back. Where is healing proficiency? Here it is. Okay, I'm going to... 
success roll. amount Did minus two, you rolled a nat one on your healing proficiency. So wow. you make you make your wound worse. You rub some dirt in it and probably some <laughs> crocodile poop or something, and you know it's pretty bad now. You're gonna have no choice but to cast a healing spell. Or you're gonna have a bad infection. So I guess I don't have any. So you still have three so, spells left. You have to sacrifice another one to cast a cure wound spell on yourself. All right. Let's see. I'm just gonna cast off command. Okay. And let's see. Let's see how this You works. sacrifice the command right. ritual and you cast a cure wound spell on yourself. Will be a D8. D8. Okay. Let's see. Did it roll? I don't see it. We'll check in a second here. If that's, not, I can roll. weird. I clicked on it. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll roll it. a D8. So the DM rolls a D8 and rolls a 7. So you get 7 health. Nice. And you have healed over the wound that had dirt and awful in it, so you have a nice scar. I see you rolled twice right, and you got cool. two ones. We'll take the DM7, so you get your health is now back up to eight. Nice. Well, um, do, do we still have... you? Wait, sorry. Um, every, you still have another heal spell, right? Every she's just using on heal. me. She just has healing bandages and a skill. So, oh, sorry. She just used it on, on you, Lorelei. So no, sorry, Lorelei. Um, the second one was ineffective against um, Albaton. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Yep. Okay. And that was intense. Indeed. All right, so... All right. You are across the bridge, and you see before you another cavern. Oh, Let me be okay. on the front. This cavern is not is not as damp. It's a little drier here. In fact, um, someone has cleaned it up. There's less dirt on the floor, and and you can see at the far corner of the cavern the statue of what looks to be a large constrictor snake or possibly a viper. You're not sure, but it's a statue made of stone, and the snake is massive. It must be 12, 14 feet long. But it's just a stone statue. Okay. Over okay. here... Can we go inspect? Is... What do we see? You see... Can you see the entire room I've, I've illuminated now? Yes. Yes. Very, very good. So over here, you can see there are strange mushroom things that have grown into the stone of the ground. They writhe and wiggle, and they seem to be alive in some way. They stand about four mm. feet tall. They're purple. Um, they're covered in blotches on the top, and they have little tendrils that shake about. Um, they're not moving very much. They're moving just a very little bit. Um, first of all, I am going to do a quick uh, find traps check, just just yeah, in case. Okay, go yeah. ahead and roll for find traps. So you don't find any traps, but you do notice something. There is something wrong with this wall. Again? Okay. Wait, isn't that just this... That's That that wall shares the secret room we went into last time. Yes, there was yeah. a secret door you missed that could have bypassed the bridge. It opens oh, from wow, this side. That's... Oh, wow. I want to cry. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's mildly unfortunate. Alright, I'm just going to... I just, like, comedically <laughs> open it. <laughs> there's a there's a footplate 
on this side and the other side, and you open it, and you can see into the other room you were in before. Uh. Mm. We're fools. We went through that whole dramatic... That would be an epic movie. Can I just say? The Bridge Adventure would be epic cinematography. 10 out of 10 Oscar-worthy. Okay. I can see the sweeping shots already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I should should start writing scripts based on this. For UI all next year. Okay, so yeah. I want to check out that snake. Okay, it's a large uh, statue of a snake. It looks like it at one point maybe had gems in its eyes. It's hard to say for sure, but the gems have been removed. Although it's really intricately carved in stone, it's quite impressive and very large. Was it? My brain just suddenly went, ah, Medusa's here, and that snake was alive once, and now it is stone. But I don't think that is the case. Unless it is, and it's gonna kill us, that'd be mildly problematic. Who can, like, I have intelligence, right? Am I able to figure out anything peculiar with it? Make me a lore check for magic. Give me a d20 roll. I'll let you know what you intuit. Alright. That is a very good roll. There's something off about the snake statue. You don't trust it. Uh, could I could I try my wisdom to see what's going on? Please. Alright, D20? Yes. Also a very good roll. Uh, you're not convinced it's magical, but you get the impression that this statue is evil. Maybe some evil worship or some kind of cult. You're not sure. You don't like the snake either, Redva. Something's wrong with it. I really wish we had that red arrow from before so we could just destroy it, get it over it, and just call it good. Okay. Mm. Alvaton, you also detect there's something wrong over here. Uh, Sorry, could you ping it again? I had my... Okay, thank you. Something about the Um, floor over here is a little off. uh, I'm going to move... There, it's not in the tile. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna do trap check again because. Go ahead. Okay, do that one and then. Yeah. Okay, um, you're pretty confident that in that square right in front of you, right in front of you actually, uh, 10 feet by 10 feet is some kind of trap. You're not entirely sure what, but there's something there. You don't want to. You don't want to step there. You don't want to get anywhere near it. So can we go around it and like shimmy our way near them squiddy octopi-looking mushrooms, or they might kill us? The mushrooms. I don't want to be killed. Tall. I'm two feet tall. <laughs> I. I'm, I'm just gonna say, hey, there. Don't go in this specific square. Right, but we need to go go to that square so we can go to the inside. Or you could deal with the mushrooms and then we can vibe, right? But... We should have left the arrows. We could blow the heck out of these mushrooms. Dang it. Oh, well. They might not be mean. Maybe the mushrooms aren't mean. Maybe they're nice mushrooms. Can I keep using my wisdom about the mushrooms? You can. Go ahead and make me another wisdom check, please. All right. Twenty. So oh, I'm dumb. No, you're not. You're not. Uh, there's a trap here, and uh, that Albaton has found, and it seems to want to funnel you towards the mushrooms. To avoid the trap, you mm. need to get uncomfortably close to the mushrooms. Okay. 
Is it a pressure plate? Do you go and look at it, Wait, Everett? No, I, no, I don't necessarily. Well, I don't know if that's my proficiency. I get close, but I don't go on it. Okay. And yes, I will look at it to see if I can determine is it a pressure plate. Okay, you poke at it with your sword, I assume, trying to figure out what it is. Yes. Okay, make me a d6 roll, please. Well, that doesn't sound like it's going to be good. Oh, 100% no. So, unfortunately, you trigger it, the floor falls away, and you see a pit. At the bottom of the pit, you see some nasty-looking spikes. Oh. Oh, snappers. That's unfortunate. Mm. At least they're not, like, I don't know snakes or something that could kill us They'll, they will stay down there which is good we don't like it to be near us so can i like oh, can i just like throw albaton across the hole so he can see what's up <laughs> you could oh no no that's uh, a bad idea <laughs> pulls. We s- that is a really bad idea to remind you so. i have three health um that is fair <laughs> that is fair <laughs> So how about this? How about if we slowly approach this mushroom? This mushroom. So I'm gonna stay my distance right here. Okay, like As very they begin cautiously to get approach. Closer, the mushrooms begin to make a noise. At first, it's a hum. Then it becomes a, a louder um, sort of uh, sound. It's it's becoming more and more high pitched the closer you get, and you realize that if you get close, it's going to begin to shriek. Um, yeah, let's, let's Lorlea, go back. Let's go back. make me a d6 roll, please. Oh, no. Let me know if you roll a one or a two. Okay, thank you. Okay. Oh. Right, I'm going to pull her back. I'm right behind her. I'm going to pull her back. Okay. Every pulls uh, Redva back away from the shrieking mushroom, and it begins to go quieter now. All right. No worries. What, what if we... Like doused all the light and just snuck by. It wouldn't know we were there. I'm not convinced about Sam. that. Be- yeah, because like mushrooms don't have eyes, do they? <laughs> that is valid. Well, what, maybe that's what those weird little like spots on them are. Maybe they're eyeballs. Oh, maybe it has yeah. a hundred eyes. Honestly, first like they're holes. Not necessarily eyes. I saw them really close, and they're not necessarily eyes. They look like um, holes. Are there any like rocks, really pebbles, anything like that nearby? There are, off to the no, side, off to the side here by the snake. Can I um, pick some up and just toss them at the mushrooms yes. and make me see a, what happens? Make me a D six roll, please. It sounds like a very bad idea. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you grab you grab a couple of the, of the rocks by the snakes and you're throwing them at the at the mushrooms. Make me anything happen? Make me a d20 roll to see if you hit. You hit. Um, immediately this one begins to shriek loudly and the snake behind you begins to move. Oh no! <laughs> Hot take, we sprint for it. Is that just me? I think we should sprint for it. Same. When this one oh, begins to no, shriek loudly after being hit, this one begins to shriek loudly being hit, and all the tendrils begin to shake in midair. 
the snake statue vanishes almost immediately and is replaced by a living, breathing, very angry snake. I'm going to need an initiative roll, please. D6. Did you say me? Sorry? Oh, That's no. fine. Cricket rolls a five for the enemy. The DM rolls a one for the party. Despite being surprised by this stone statue suddenly turning to a living, breathing snake that is actually 25 feet long and very large, oh, no. you guys move faster. So, Lorlea, uh, I keep calling you Lorelei. Lorlea, you were first. What are you doing? Okay. Um, I have everything put away right now, right? So, which weapon am I drawing? I'm going to get my short sword. Okay. You... And advance on, because I'm closest to the snake, so I'm going to draw my short sword and swipe at it. Okay, give me a dex check to draw your short sword, and then make me an attack if you make your dex check. You do make your dex check by one. Go ahead and make me an attack. Which is d20 again? Yeah, just do a d20. That's fine. Seven is not enough to hit. The snake simply dodges aside and looks at you hungrily. Next is going to be oh. Albaton. Alrighty. Um, so I'm at a decent... I'm... Hmm. The snake is not engaged in any melee combat, right? Because we, are, we do have initiative, yes? Lorelei just ran up and attacked it. She's standing right well, in front of it and is in the way of potentially your arrows. If you shoot your arrows, you might hit Lorelei. Or Lorelea. Keep on calling Lorelei. That's a no, then. Snake, um, what if we, like, made the snake go over to the pit and it, like, fell in the pit and got stabbed? I have a tent. We can... I can try and... I don't know if Toro Toro went over. <laughs> Olay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's an because it's going to take a long time for us to kill this snake, even with the four of us. So the spikes are probably more helpful if we let it over to the pit and, like, If we all if we can in try there. to, like, if Lorelai can move, at, if it's following Lorelai, right, and we get it <clears throat> to follow her close get, to the pit and then like, all you guys get, behind, get behind them and push it in, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do we want to try okay. that? Do we want to give that a shot? Because we are all very weak. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta and I think I, I think I do put try and put my tent over it, right, so that it can't see us while we push. Words, <laughs> I guess. Just stone faced, like. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really see anything else. Like, all right. So next is Albaton. Albaton, what are you doing? Um. Can, do do we need to go that way? I mean, what if we do skirt around these mushrooms and get behind the pit? And then, yeah, all of us. Okay. You know what? Okay. Now that we, Red Redva, can I ask you to throw me across the pit? We're going back oh to this. Oh my god, that is. So dope. with with your with your tumbling skill, you could jump it. Oh, I could just jump it. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah, and that could, yeah. wait. Oh, no. 
I still have the rope that we, or is the rope gone that we used in the crocodile stuff? You didn't say you picked it up, so I'm assuming it's still back there. Okay. Dang. Um, yeah, then in that case, yeah. I'm going to just tumble across the pit. Oh okay. Go ahead and move to the pit and then make me a d20 roll for your tumbling skill. That's a very, very good roll. As you basically tumble across the pit, you jump to this wall and then you jump across over. You get across, but you notice that the moment you begin to move across the pit, the shrieking mushrooms begin to shriek incredibly loudly. It is disorienting. You are dizzy. You almost fall in, in midair, if that's even possible, just from being dizzy. Your last leap off the wall across the pit is pure luck, not skill. And sitting between the two mushrooms now standing there, the volume of shrieking is almost overwhelming. You can barely stand. That's and, not I, and I don't have any more actions, do I? So I'm gonna just have to sit through this for a little bit. Yeah. Keep moving back. Do yeah, but like something. Do I can I move back more? Do I do I have more like speed Does or it cover your ears? So that, that's, your that's your that's your turn for this round. So next is going to okay. be wait Henry. wait no um do do I do I have ear rumbling? Can I ear rumble? That's your turn for this round. You're disoriented. We'll come back to this next round. But every every what are you doing? Oh and by the way, you're all disoriented now. The volume is horrible in this entire cavern. The only thing that seems to be unaffected oh is the guardian snake. Uh, All right. I still want to pull out my tent and try and get it over the snake. I, I'm going to throw my tent over the snake. Okay, you're going to go get out your tent, make a dex check at uh, plus three for the disorientation. You are still well under, and you're going to charge this snake and wrap your tent around it? Well, I'm just going to kind of throw it over, you know? Uh, you, you know, how, almost like how you try and make a bed and throw your uh, your sheet out on it. Okay, it's 25 feet long and your tent is like 7 by 5. But yes, you can certainly do that. Over its head, maybe? Well, it's up over here. I'm trying to... Uh, okay. So it doesn't... Yes. Okay, go ahead and make me an attack roll, I guess, for throwing your tent onto the snake. The D20, I'm assuming? Um, oh, that's... That's a crit success, actually. Uh, oh, that's right, it's right. Uh, so that's a nat 20 <laughs> for your attack roll. So, all right, well, I guess this is happening. Um, you get your tent out and you throw your tent with expert skill right on the snake's head. There's now a tent on the snake, if you can look at the map. And <laughs> describe to me, every what this tent is doing to the snake. What is the tent doing to the snake? Yes. Well, the tent is um, over the snake so the snake can't sense us, you know, little, little pss, pss, pss things, you know, can't, uh, is all disrupted, and um, I'm sure that it is, um, uh, I don't know, underneath it somehow not sensing us, so we can, we can, we can move about, or we could stab it, or whatever. It can't see us. It can't sense us very well. It's my understanding. Snake sense vibrations, and but you wouldn't know that as a character. Make me a D6 roll, please. This this crit success is too awesome, and that's an amazing crit fail. So, 
Excellent. So um, you threw this tent, you threw this tent on the snake perfectly, and you realized this snake is just not obeying what you want it to do. It is not going to stay under this tent. It is not going to just sit there and be disoriented by a piece of cloth over its head. So I'm going to say that because you want that to be the case, you want that to work, you jump over and you're now wrestling the snake, holding the tent over its head so it can't see you, so it can't detect you. This tent is now bunched up and wrapped around this snake's head and every you're wrestling this big guardian snake, making sure this tent is effective. Okay. Damn. Okay. So the snake is not going to be able to attack this round because every has decided to basically face punch it with a tent. So, <laughs> Redva, Way to go. only because yes. of a crit, not okay. crit 20 am I allowing this craziness. But anyway, Redva, what are you doing? So basically, I guess I'm going to just seize the moment and try to kill this snake with a single blow to the head. Not a single blow to the head, but two blows to the head, at least. Well, you can't really hit its head because its head is under the tent, and Every's making sure that tent is all the way around the head, and she's wrestling the head so it can't bite anyone. You have, like, a... How about this? I hit it like in the gut. Oh no, no, no chop off its neck. Like, chop off its head. Like, with the so you, sword you would test chop it in half with your hammer. So go ahead and advance. Uh, make me a quick dex check because you're going right. to brush aside Lorelai here or Lorlea. And you're going to move into this corner here. Your dex check is amazing. Lorlea, Three. you make one too. Please, d20. Oh. Yep. Uh, also amazing, you, you jump over here and you can now make your attack. The snake cannot see you because of the tent crit hit. So um, you're going to be at plus, plus four to hit. Plus four to hit? Yep. Perfect. All right, uh, let me find my weapon. Here we go. Plus four to hit, four, mm -hmm. four, and damage, no modifier. Okay. No modifier. So 13 for you is a hit. You do uh, nine points of damage. The snake is badly, badly bashed and wounded and hisses angrily under the tent, confused by how a tent could hit it so hard. Okay. <laughs> so the snake right, do is- Do I try again because I said two blows? Uh, you'll get a blow your, your next your next your next round, but the snake has to take a chance to maybe get out of this tent. It's gonna try. Uh, every make me a D one hundred roll, please. Uh, okay. Let's see. Okay, so every made a Ben Bars lift gates roll with a roll of five on a D one hundred. Her chance is thirteen. So every has decided that this tent is now a permanent hat on this snake and she has wrapped her arms around the snake and the tent and is just making sure they are merged forever and the snake is not able to break free despite the fact that it's five times her size. Okay, everybody gets to do an attack now because the snake is still trying to break free and will go after you. So the first person is going to be Lorelei. You're all very disoriented. In fact, I think the entire tent idea was because you're all disoriented from the screeching and the screaming. But regardless, it worked. And uh, Lorelia, yep. you are first. What are you doing? Uh, I guess I'm going to try to squeeze in between. Well, I can technically be over here because um, yep. Evra's like on its head. Yeah, Evra's, so Evra's kind of yeah, on top of it. So yeah, go ahead and yep, you can make an attack. Yeah, so I'm going to try to like 
slice into its neck and try to cut off its head at a lower part. And so I won't hit her, obviously. And so, yeah, with my short sword. Okay. Go ahead and make your short sword attack. D20 is fine. That is a nat 20. Please roll me a D8 for damage. So not only is this snake not able to move, but you do a perfect short sword attack on this snake. Roll me a D8, please. For 12 points of damage. So your little elven feet uh, just prance next to the snake. You jam your sword in, and you dance down the entire length of it, cutting a good chunk of it in half. Its guts spray out, and it's bleeding profusely. And suddenly now, it's no longer struggling against the tent. It has clearly accepted the tent as a hat because it's not fighting anymore. <laughs> it's not dead still? It's dead. It's still alive? No, it's dead. Oh, okay, good. Oh, it's dead. Say. Big, big axe. There you go. Wait, like two nat 20s didn't kill it. This is one. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was for a short sword attack and a tent over its head. Why did we roll 20s for that? No. Well, and Redva, okay, did, Redva did a lot of damage with his hammer, too. So this thing had a lot of hit points, hey. more than any of you. But you guys took it out with a tent, a hammer, and a short Woo! sword. So. I did nothing. It's all the time. time okay? Is all the time okay? Albaton, okay. I, I haven't gotten my my move yet. I was just yep. waiting. Right. Albaton is next, right, and so these gonna, these okay, mushrooms yeah. are still shrieking. So Al yeah. Albaton, you're next. What do you do? I'm just gonna try to dagger one of the um, uh, mushrooms. Okay, you can be at minus three to hit, but go ahead and make your attack. Alrighty. Dagger. Minus three for the hit modifier. Yes. Correct. It doesn't matter. You um, you cut it apart and. Um, in this case here, this one is sliced apart and immediately stops shrieking. Alrighty, and that's my turn. Yep. Cool. Next is Redva. Alright, I'm gonna try to help my friend Alaton here, and I'm gonna smash this little mushroom. Okay, um, you'll be at minus three, unless you're charging over, but if you charge over, you might fall into the pit. You're pretty disoriented. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay, I don't want to charge over. Okay, so you you carefully navigate your way over there and you hit it with your hammer. Go ahead and add a minus three to your hit roll, please. Of course. Uh, it's... Go weapon, weapon, weapon. All right, a minus three to the hit. Yep. It's submit. Let's see. And with a roll of an nice. 18, that doesn't matter either. You do five points of damage to it, and you pound this shrieking mushroom into the ground. <laughs> it falls apart with a splat and is no longer shrieking. Swell. Now we can think again. Now we're out of combat, nice. right? Out of there, combat. Don't tell me there's... Okay, there wasn't a sneaky thing. Good. <laughs> Good. What are those star things? Yeah. Those are statues, by the way. Other statues of snakes, just smaller ones, but they didn't animate. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. Right, uh, check for traps. I don't trust this. Yes, um, now, okay. I'm going to check for traps for every single new tile we move. There have been way too many. <laughs> oh, and that's a fail. That's true. Great. Phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> so, you do not believe there are any traps in this corridor? Or at least not where, yep. you're, where you're standing, anyway. 
Actually, I'm gonna request Redva to go first. Because I am still only on the <laughs> HP. That is valid. Let's see. Hmm, I don't trust this corridor. Can I use my wisdom with this door thingy? So you can use your, your wisdom to do that. There's a door. Yes. One second. Let me allow. Let me um, show you. Yeah, I'm gone. You moved me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I shouldn't have moved you. Hold on. You moved me. When you removed the snake in the tent, I believe you removed me too. Oh no, you're still oh. there. Where? Hold on. Oh, you you were in the dark. <laughs> oh. There you Thank go. You. Yep. Yep, come back for the light, because the human can't see. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, yes. Redva, roll me a D100, right. roll me a D100, please. A D100? Yep. Alright. So, 13. 13. Is there is something wrong with this wall. No! Why can't we just go through come. the door like normal people? <laughs> come here, check the wall. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Oh, me. I'll attack. Come here and check the wall, please. Uh, looking for traps or something. Trap. Check. check. D100. The wall is trapped. There is oh, another no. there is another blade trap on this wall. But you no. can clearly see the mechanism and how the wall opens up. You did manage to detect it and you're confident with another good roll you could disarm it. Do it, do it. No. Yeah. Can I stand back a little bit? That's <laughs> <laughs> mildly unfortunate. Do you say no? You rolled a 79. Am I dead? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going dead, to need I? a dex check, please. <laughs> and your dex check will be at plus 10 oh. because the, you're right in the line of this trap. So, would you roll? You three. rolled a three. Even at plus 10, you manage to avoid the blade, which fires out of this wall into the opposite wall. And that reveals something, actually. There are two, two secret doors here. One on each side. Yo, what? Oh, no. This one, this one opens up, and you can now see beyond it is a room full you know what? of gold. Oh. On the other side, oh, there's no. a locked door. Okay. I, I can pick, pick, pick locks and stuff, but first, right, okay. I'm going to do something that none of us has tried yet. Can I shout the princess's name and try to get her to, like, appear? <laughs> respond? <laughs> like, respond, yeah. Like, any, like, yeah. location wins. So, from behind, behind the locked door, she says, someone says, who's there? Oh, uh, <laughs> is that Princess Megan? Is that Albaton? Yes, we're here to rescue you. You shouldn't be here. Why are you here? You should go away. I'm fine. Uh, unless you have the silver dagger. What? Do you know? Do you, do you have the silver dagger? I don't think it's Megan, guys. That's sus. That's Wait. a no. That's got to be like a mimic or something. Uh, Megan. Yeah. yeah, Megan doesn't like like sports and, and stuff. What? <laughs> um, Dang. Yes, we have the dagger. Will you come well, out? I, I can't. I'm locked in here. I, I got trapped, but but I need that silver dagger. So let me out, please. Uh, who's with you? Do you are, are my no. other friends there? Yes, we're all here. 
Oh well, you'll have to you'll have to get you'll have to kill the necromancer and, and get the key, and then bring me the silver dagger and then and then we can all leave. Can I ask why you need the dagger? Well, because it's important for this room. There's something in this room that the dagger is for, and that's why I'm in here. But I I I got locked in this room. I don't have the dagger. Bring me the dagger, but get the key for the door. This door is magical. I don't think I've tried to beat it down, but and then you hear from behind the door a sound. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what I'm go okay. So I say to the the person Party. behind the door, um okay, we are going to go fight the necromancer now. Then I turn to them and just do this. <laughs> Wait, do it, do it again, do it again, do it again. Hmm? Okay, 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 okay. Oh. Yeah. So someone shouts, "Watch out for the undead ogre." Okay. Don't forget what? Okay. What? So now I, think I, I have stealth. I have very good stealth. And I'm going to, like, usher the people behind me, right? Um, my uh, party members close into me. I'm going to try to quietly pick the lock and try to surprise the person on the other side. Okay. Yeah, because I, I feel like. I don't think that's Megan. I don't think it's me or Megan either because, like, <laughs> like, number one, like, I think it's like the necromancer and he's just being a little blob about it. Okay, me swearing my sense, like, censoring my swearing here. Proceed, don't try to pick that lock. Also, wait, who has the dagger? I do. No. Yes. Do I? Bruh, Avery, Avery does. Avery. So you're moving yeah. up to the lock to try and pick it? Yes, um,. Okay, make me a, I, pick, I, I, a pick locks roll, please. Alrighty. Oh no. <laughs> so you put your lock picks into the lock, and there's no mechanism in the lock. In fact, it's clearly some kind of lock, but you can't under seem to understand how it would open. In fact, looking into the lock, you can see all the way through the locking mechanism into the room behind beyond it. And in that room, you can just make out the following. <laughs> Thank you. That's wow. Well, how, how hard did you have to look for that? Your mother was very uh, helpful in finding... Oh, yeah. of course she was. Yep. Oh my god. It's brilliant. Oh, oh. Um... Um looks good. I turn around um and very quietly whisper to them what I see. So is that Megan? So it's Megan apparently. But what did she say about undead um, the ogre? Yeah. No man, sir? Wait, we killed the ogre already, didn't we? So we undead. We were able to kill him with a sword, so he wasn't undead. I think when you go into the gold room, something's going to trigger. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. I check for traps in the gold room? Yes. Yeah, check for traps. Alrighty. There Good should not be that much gold. It seems like a trap. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the edge of the door and then check for traps. Alright, make Here, a trap roll, please. I just realized something. I just realized something. 
Babatan would get 10 gold coins. Oh yeah, he got the 10, he got the 10 coins. <laughs> 10 coins. Congratulations. Well, Yay. Albaton is the thief, so... Albaton, you search for traps in that area around you, and it looks like this thing was protected with that blade trap, which would have killed you, but you managed to avoid it. There's no other trap here. Not that you can no. see. No, okay. Um, I'm Where going to, to move in and then rummage through the gold. Um, before they notice, I take a little bit extra for myself, so and then search for the key. So you weigh 74, sorry, 47 pounds, right? 47 pounds, yes. There's over 80 pounds of gold here. <laughs> so we're there's, fine. We're fine. There's over 300 pounds of silver. You see off to the side on a small wooden shelf, four golden bracelets with obsidian stones in them. And Ooh. the bracelets look incredibly fancy. Next to the bracelets are a pair of fancy silk gloves. Next to that is a box with a glass lid. Inside the box is a wand. Off in the corner is a large shield, and the shield has a unicorn dragon emblem on it. And next to that shield is a large mace. can be used one or two-handed. And finally, off in the corner, sort of discarded off to the side, is a bandolier of six throwing knives. The knives look incredibly well balanced. Um, so naturally, I'm going to take the throwing knives. I'm the halfling. Thief. Okay. That's true. Yeah. I want. I think I'm going to take the wand because mine's almost out of juice. <laughs> so okay. we're going to have to uh, battle the necromancer. I kind of Mark? want to take that shield. Goes pretty well with my hammer. So your hammer is a two-handed hammer. You can't use a shield. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cry. I I take the mace. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, those silk gloves you... could really be good for my hands, you know. <laughs> they could, but you've got plate gauntlets on, so I don't think you need silk gloves. The mace of bashing is very similar to your warhammer. It's uh, very large and looks pretty fancy. Oh, nice. I'm going to take that then. Yes, because yours is damaged right now. And then Evra could take the new shield, because she yeah. has a shield right now. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Okay. We all got a refresher before the final boss. Let's go. Woo. All right, so um, the bandolier of throwing knives, they're well-balanced, masterwork throwing knives. There's plus two to hit. The mace of bashing, and you guys don't really know all this, but I'm just going to tell you what these are because they're going to make it easier, and it's getting very late. The mace of bashing is a plus one mace. It's enchanted. It's magical, and it is very useful to take down doors. The shield is a shield plus two. It's an also a magical shield, so it's going to lower your armor class by two points. That's quite nice. The wand has a word etched on it, and the word says, Dunno. <laughs> and that's all you can tell about hey, that. Sweet. <laughs> Thank it, you. It's, it's clearly yeah. a command word, and your knowledge of magic would know that. And this is the command word. And then finally, the gold bracelets and the gold and the simple silk gloves, they all just look like standard items. Obviously, gold and bracelets are valuable. But, um, yeah. I that's have the appraisal in. skill I like to use. You have the appraisal skill you like to use? Give me a d20 roll, please. Oh, I just hit the thing. Uh, okay, that's fine. 15. Um, you're, you're pretty confident there's probably 800 gold here in this pile, maybe 3,000 silver. 
And you figure the bracelets are probably worth 50, 100 gold each, maybe more. Hard to say for sure, but um, yeah, the bracelets are a matching Basically. set of four okay. identical bracelets. Okay, we all keep one. Yeah, so we, we can all have a bracelet. bracelet. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Party favor. <laughs> they're the kind of things a noble-born woman or a man would wear. Um, so they're pretty fancy, but you can certainly wear them yeah. over your armor, under your armor, concealed in your whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right. How are we meant to add these new weapons to our character sheet, or should we? Or yes, I can certainly yes. do that. So I will oh, okay. do that really Perfect. quickly as you guys are discussing what you want to do. I'll just make it easier for you. Alrighty. Um. Okay. So. Um, all right. So we have one option only, and that is to fight the necromancer. Now, I don't like the name necromancer because he's probably gonna pull out some zombies out of. Uh, yeah. Be yeah, ready for that. So we assume. Um, well, okay. We actually don't know what's at the end of the corridor right now, but um, he did mention specifically that the mace was really good at busting down doors, and so yeah. maybe we just charge through, especially Woo! with that whole like um, the yeah. after Megan was talking, there was a <laughs> or whatever. So. <laughs> Good rendition of that. Alright, let's try it out. Are we just to bust down the door? We could try like open it like normal people first, and if it's locked, we can bust it down. No, it's yeah, not but cool he enough tried like that. Okay, that's valid. We gotta make it cinematic. Alright, three. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna try to bust this. down this. Okay, wait, we got to make sure DM is all ready yeah. to go with our weapons before yeah, we charge. I'm, I'm working through it now. So you're pretty, yeah, burdened, take your time. you're pretty burdened down with both the Warhammer and the big mace. You probably want to drop the Warhammer. It's broken kind of anyway, right? Yeah, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to okay. drop it. So drop gonna, it, yes. I'll take do that I get off. everything or do I need to drop something as well? You're fine. Um, it's just the, okay. the dwarf's already got heavy plate armor, has a five pound Warhammer and now a five pound mace. So this is a little easier. Gotcha, okay. So that should All be right. fine. I've, I just need to put the throwing knives on your on your sheet here really quick and then we're good to go. So discuss tactics, what you want to do. Um, All right. Okay, so, so who's going, who's, okay. Stay. Red was first and then followed by Probably Evra and Still and me. me and you back area because yeah. I'm still low health and now ranged, so <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so we got our order. We don't know how to deal with a necromancer or the do any of us have any wisdom on how to deal with the undead? Okay, actually, I I I was gonna say this earlier, but I kinda slipped my mind. Um the person behind the door specifically mentioned the silver dagger. I think somebody yeah. should specifically be wielding the silver dagger because he may want it as because it's his mm. like weakness or whatever. It might be a long shot, but I think it's our it's our only lead, right? Who has it right now? I don't remember. If she really wanted that dagger, though. Mm -hmm. I kind of wonder why she wanted that dagger so Me bad. Too. I think that should be a last resort if we're like slowly being murdered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. I'll put it on my character sheet. Okay. Yep, it's a jeweled silver dagger. And you're carrying it, Evra. 
Alrighty. So right. Just try to bust down this door. All right. We're still, we're still quiet, right? He thinks we're off doing whatnot. So yeah. yes. So this entire area has been shrieking loud from the shriekers. Um, you guys have been talking, so there's not a lot of surprise now happening. Here. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's try it out. Wait. Well, what, uh, to the to the left. What's there? To the left. There's a wall. Like yeah. what's here? Like what's here? That's a, a, that's a door. That's the door? Is that the one we're breaking through? No, we're breaking through this uh, one, because this is where one? we saw and talked to Princess Megan. Alright, let's see. Okay. Alright, so what's the, group, what's the group doing, and do we have consensus? Wait, um, no, because she said, find the necromancer. Clearly he's not with her, so we need to go through that door. However, I do. Megan? Alright, so... What if we don't if even... Okay, so how about this down the door? Let's try to crack open. No, because it's magical. Let's try to crack open like, this door. Magical. Try to crack open this door, so we can okay. see what's behind it. Okay. First of all, check if if this could be a trap. That door. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. I'm I'm ready. My sword and my shield. Everybody, draw your sh everybody draw your yes, shields and wand. weapons, please. My the right. no wand. Right. You do I'm not draw believe. My hammer. You do not believe the door is trapped. Okay. Right. So. Um, I'm still going to let um, Redbud go first. <laughs> yeah. I noticed my brand uh, new daggers. Notice that I have an open doors ability. Yeah. Anybody can open a door. The open door ability on your on your character sheet is the ability to kick one down with your strength. All right. Let's try to see <laughs> if I can do it and not break my leg. Are you going to kick it down? Are you going to use your mace? <laughs> or what are you doing to this door? Describe it. Mace. All right, I'm going to... Seems like... So, Try to know, open I, it like a little person. Yeah, else. I'm going to first touch it to see... Get a feel of it. Can I get my wisdom on this? Sure, I'll just tell you. Well, it's, a, it's, like a, a it's a reinforced door um, made of wood. And it looks like it's recently been either replaced or repaired. Uh, it's a new addition to this area. So if it's a new addition, that means I could probably bust it down, right? Is it like a hard wood? Is it like... It's an oaken door reinforced with metal. Iron. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty hard. All right, I'm going to try to open it legally. Let's see. Okay, so you... Is there like a doorknob? Uh, there is a latch, and you pull up the latch, and you can open the door. Right, uh, 20. Okay, you open the door. The door is not locked. Oh, sweet. Oh, Yay. Now we tried that. I don't like that, but okay. All right, let's go in. Hey, everybody. Everybody. I'm there. You open the door. Can I, use my, can I use my wisdom to see? You're opening the door? I think we just go for it. You're opening the door. It's open. Okay, very good. Yeah. You open the door. Inside, you see a large room. Inside this room, you notice. That ogre. You notice. Hold on. <laughs> there's an altar. <laughs> on the altar is blood. Behind the altar is a wicked-looking man in a robe. He has a silver dagger on his belt and his staff in his hand. There's a bed in the corner, a chest beside the bed, a bookcase, a desk behind that with spell papers and scrolls and spell books and all kinds of stuff in this room. There are a bunch of shards of obsidian lying on the floor right here 
And next to the obsidian is a wicked-looking undead creature standing about 10 feet tall, pus oozing from open wounds. It looks like it's recently been repaired or reanimated. It's been stitched up. Chunks of flesh were put back onto it. It growls and advances towards you the moment the door opens. And the person behind the altar shouts, it's about time you finally reveal yourselves. I'll kill you all and turn you into my pets. And oh, now I'm going to need Redva to roll for initiative, please. Oh, D6. Let's go. Let's go. I just rolled a one for the party, and Panacommunista rolled a four for the enemy. The party is going to move first with a three-segment advantage. So the first person to act is actually going to be... Um, well, it's going to be the person in the back. Um, Sweet! Yeah, so what do you want to do, uh, Lorelia, as far as... Um, oh. What are you doing? Oh. Oh, from me? I can't obviously get by them because the thing's really narrow. I can't yeah. parkour over them. Can I shout insults? Screw you, Mr. Weird Man. You can. You can uh -huh. also you can also hold your action until they get out of your way. Oh, that would work too. Okay. Very <laughs> I good. can still yell at them. And next is actually gonna be Albaton. So Albaton. Yeah, so I'm also gonna hold my I do have tumbling, but I honestly don't want to be the first one in there. Fair enough. With three H feet tall against a ten foot <laughs> or or ogre. So I'ma just Guys. Let them I'm going to do my best because I had a size bonus. Okay, very good. Wait, so, who, who are we talking uh, I think we should put um, every every and um, uh, Redva on the ogre because they're both sizable yeah. enough to at least hold them back. But obviously it's like a... Um, a baby and it's mama, right? Where the mama's the ogre. Mm -hmm. The... The necromancer is obviously strengthfully weak. We should go for him. We should also try to attack him. Yeah. That was a really long-winded way to get. <laughs> that was really weird. But okay, go off. All right. I'm gonna right. try to go one on one against this ogre. Okay. Charge and in there and the make an attack. Use your new mace. Alrighty. Mere ogre. I'm gonna. I'm gonna swing it and try to hit him right in the gut. Okay, you're standing right in front of the ogre. You've charged in there. Go ahead and make your attack. I hold on, hold on, hold on. Find my weapon first. This better work. It's called the basher, right? The basher, yep. All right, roll. No modifiers. No modifiers. It's automatic. Let's go. Let's go. As roll of an 18, you do only three points of damage because the creature is very large and the basher, as powerful as it is, bounces off the creature's putrid, thick flesh. But you did most certainly injure it. Okay. Yeah. Evra, you're up. Oh, I have a longbow. Yes, but the dwarf just charged in. Although it's pretty small compared to the ogre. You could try and shoot over the dwarf's head, but... It's up to you. Well, I was just thinking I would shoot this person right over here. 
and then uh, and then take on the ogre. Okay, you're gonna no, shoot. I, I, you're gonna shoot uh, Giles the necromancer. He has a name. <laughs> Giles. I all right, so you're going to switch to your longbow. I believe you said you had your sword ready, so go ahead and make me a quick dex check. That's a poor roll, unfortunately. So you have your bow out, but you can make no attacks this round. Okay, next is going to be um, Lorlea. There's someone still in my way, unfortunate. Can I, like... How, how do I do things? Can I can I shoot a spell over Evra? You can get next to Evra. Uh, Evra okay. is readying her bow, so the two of you can kind of stand in the doorway and kind of do Wait. things together. You might foul, okay. foul each other's stuff, but what are you trying to do? I'm trying to fire my Dino wand at the necromancer. So describe to me what you're doing with the Dino wand. Okay. Um, with my insane knowledge of magic, I realized Dino is the incantation to fire said wand, and I know that the necromancer is also a being of magical abilities, so I take the wand out of my belt, and I shout the incantation with vigor. <laughs> The wand, no. the wand hums and vibrates, and something happens. Make me a D100 roll, please. Okay. This feels like a very bad idea. You rolled a 13? Yes. That's either very good or very bad. So <laughs> you see a blast of fire fly from the wand, Ooh. hitting Giles the Necromancer, completely and totally incinerating him into nothing. But only but. Lor only Lorlea sees this. Oh! Okay. Okay. Alright, we got rid of one. Alright, let's go on. Okay. Next is Albaton. Okay. I don't know that that just happened, so I'm gonna just do what I was gonna do anyways. I'm gonna try to tumble over them or under them. I'm two feet tall. I've got good tumbling. I think I can make it. Make a tumbling roll? Alrighty. Uh, wait. Or just a d20 is fine. Oh, d20, sorry. Yep. You have, this, you have the skill as well, but I can do the calculations. Your okay. roll is incredibly low. You are past them. You don't even impact them at all. They don't even know you've gotten past them. You're just there. Alrighty. Uh, is that my action, or do I have attack? You can take another action. Yeah. Describe to me what you're doing. I'll let you know if you can do it this round. Alrighty. Um, uh... I'll, I'll take one of my daggers and toss it at Giles. A dagger or one of your throwing knives? Throwing knives, sorry, throwing knives. Okay, the bandolier of throwing knives is situated in a way that you can fire up to three per turn. Oh, okay. Just one for now. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll, please. Is everybody okay? Uh, I yep. don't know what happens with this. Yes, hello. Yep, we're all here. Welcome okay. back. So good, good, the good, throwing good. knife misses and it goes uh, wide into the right and sticks into the chest right over here. Okay. All right. So finally, um, that's it. So the necromancer gets to do something right now, and he has been casting a spell. That will happen in a minute. But meanwhile, this ogre is attacking Redva. Now, Redva, you have a plus four, or sorry, a four-point armor class bonus against this ogre because you are used to fighting things much larger than you. The ogre, however, gets two attacks. Yes. 
This undead ogre slams both okay. its fists down upon you. It rolls a 14 oh, and a 1. The 1 is a crit fail. The 14 is... Would have been a hit, but it glances off your plate armor. Its fists cannot uh, penetrate it. It glances down, and you take no damage. But it rocks you a little bit. The 1 is a crit failure, and... The ogre zombie stumbles a little bit, but it's an ogre zombie, so it's already all messed up. Nothing really happens. Okay. All right. So new round. Uh, We're going to have Lorlea roll for initiative, please. D6. DM rolls a four for the party. And a simultaneous initiative, a four for Lorlea. So Lorlea, you're still looking at the burning embers of the necromancer. It's all burned up. I thought he was casting a spell. Nope, you see him as all burned up and destroyed. I'm the only one who does, though? Yep. Everyone else sees him as existing still. Correct. Huh. Oh, that's mildly problematic. Wouldn't you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I probably should not do the same to the zombie, because then I can just be like, oh, there's nothing here, while everyone fights everyone, because they're all still existing. Now that's meta-knowledge. Right? Your character wouldn't know that. Okay, so I, I, I wouldn't know that they can't see? You wouldn't know think, You wouldn't I, know that you're deluded into thinking the Giles has been destroyed. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to approach the, like, sorry, but altar is an altar. Altar, like, yep. Bloody little thing. Okay, I'm going to approach that and see if I can, because he had, like, a staff and stuff, so I want to see what's there. Well, he's all burned up as far as you're concerned, but you approach the altar, and as you get to about here, suddenly the delusion vanishes, and you see the necromancer's back like he was never hurt. Huh. And your wand continues to vibrate, clearly wanting to be used again. Okay, next is going to be Albaton. Alrighty, um... But before that happens, you notice there are now two more necromancers. Uh, There are three of them. Are they all identical? All identical. Oh, it's like the Hydra where you cut off one head or you try to destroy him and then two more pop up. Oh, this is mild. Okay, so stop trying to... Okay, I'm not going to use the wand on him anymore because then there's going to be five of them and we can't deal with that. You you would know from your your magic training it's not the wand that did this. He cast a spell and made illusionary copies of himself. Okay. Oh. You said that I can throw three daggers at once Mm -hmm. or three daggers in a turn. Um, what I'm gonna try to do is like do a fan shot or whatever and just boom boom boom, right? Just one on okay. each. Very good. Go ahead and make three attack rolls, please. Alrighty. One. Okay. Two. There's the third. Okay, very good. Roll me a d6 roll. You do not want to roll a five or a six. Very good. So one of the necromancer images vanishes as the knife passes through it. And the okay. necromancer's angry and he curses. But there's still two. And you're down to two knives now because you've now thrown four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next is Every. Every, you've got your longbow out. Yep, so I am going to shoot at the necromancer. All right. Go ahead and make two attack rolls. You're shooting over Albaton, but Albaton's pretty short, and Lorlea is not close enough to really be in your line of fire. Only a crit fail would would uh, risk her. Uh, the second one is a hit. Roll me a d6, please. And the other necromancer image is gone. 
and he curses loudly now because the two of you have disrupted his defensive spell. Redva, you're next. Yes. Okay, so the ogre didn't do that much damage to me, right? Nope, missed you. It, it glanced off your armor. All right, then while he's kind of stumbling, I'm going to try to hit him right in the back of the head with my mace. Okay. Okay, I'm going to roll the dice. Make your attack roll. Let's go. And that's a nat one. Oh, so that's a miss. Go ahead and make me a d20 roll and a d6 roll. Okay. That's good. And now a d6 roll. Okay. You slam your mace directly into the ground in front of the undead ogre. It smashes into the floor. The entire complex begins to rumble a little bit and dust and everything falls from the ceiling. Uh, it's like you shook the entire complex as you slammed that mace into the tiles on the ground. The mace is undamaged. Wow. Okay, oh, wow, you, hear, you hear Princess Megan say, What the hell are you doing out there? This place is going to collapse! All right. Sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. And now the ogre is going to attack Redva twice. And I roll a 14, and the 18 is a hit. One of the ogre's fists slams down, and you take four points of damage from the hit. Your armor absorbed a good bunch of it, but you're pretty badly beaten by this ogre slamming its fist down. You're down to four hit points. Okay, so next round, and we're going to ask every to roll for initiative, please. D6. DM rolls a one for the party, and every rolls a six for the enemy. Very nice. So, the party is acting first. The Necromancer is already casting a spell, and the spell will be cast this round. So first off, what is Lorlea doing? You see the Necromancer, your wand is still humming. Should I try to hit him again? I think I'm going to try to hit him again. Okay. Because maybe... yeah. Oh, Describe dear. what you're doing, and then please roll me a d100. Okay, I'm going to... Um... <laughs> yeah, I guess... Take out the wand again, or it's already out, sorry, and point it angrily in his direction and very viciously say, Dunno, and then glare at him quite aggressively. Yeah. Very All good. Right, D100. D100 rolls. 54. So you do this, and all of a sudden, everything around you grows dark, and you can't see anything. I'm beginning to think this wand may be bad. <laughs> okay. Am I the only one who can't see anything? Everyone sees the darkness. You're, you're surrounded in darkness up to 30 Ooh. feet. Oh. Okay. Phenomenal. Oh. Oh. You know, is this a wreck? You know what this is? It's a random don't, spell wand, don't, don't, isn't it? Don't wreck it. Don't wreck it. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Um... It's a fun item, but it's very random what it will do. And you guys figured that out, obviously. But um, All right. So, anyway. You're just surrounded in darkness and you can't see anything. And the darkness is between everybody and the Necromancer, unfortunately. Okay. So, next is going to be Albaton. Alrighty. Um, so, I believe I have... Um, uh, Infra, infra, infra vision, right? It, does it persist through the darkness, or it does not? Magical darkness okay. stops your infra vision as well. Alrighty. Um. 
Hmm. What disadvantage am I at because of the darkness? Uh, in there's no disadvantage type thing in uh, original oh. D&D. You just can't see. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can attempt to throw um, through the darkness if you want, but um, yeah. No. Um, can I attempt to retrieve my daggers? Again, that's the circle is the darkness, so you can't see anything in that circle. So you could Rare. you could attempt to try and find them, but you'd be groping around in the dark. Um. Honestly, I'm I'm going to um. Hmm. I think I'm simply going to just um move into oh, um. I, I stand corrected. The darkness oh. is not here. The darkness is... I have to go back to my dead. The darkness is on him. Oh! Nice. Great! Wow! Nice. Um, in that case, I'm going to move close to the obsidian pile thing and um, uh, attempt to um, shoot an arrow at the uh, uh, zombie... Oh, what was it? A zombie? Ogre zombie. Okay. Ogre Go zombie. Yeah, I said oh, zombie. Same Give thing. me a quick uh, dex check to pull out your bow, and uh, you have two arrows left in your quiver, so you've got two shots. No problem. Take your two shots. There's only a one in six Alrighty. chance you hit the dwarf. Alrighty. Uh, that's roll of a three. Okay. Uh, make me a d6 roll for that one. D6. Okay, very good. And roll your next attack. There we go. That's a seven. It's also missed. Make me a d6 roll for that. That does hit the dwarf, but glances off the back of her armor. Great. Oh. All right. Oh. Next is Evra. Evra, what are you doing? I am going to try and hit this thing in the eyes. You're shooting what? The zombie or the necromancer? The zombie. I can't see the necromancer. Okay, D6 roll, please. Two shots. Okay. Uh, make me two D6 rolls, please. Six. Your first arrow hits the dwarf and glances off her armor. The second arrow hits uh -oh. the zombie for four points of damage, and the arrow penetrates the flesh. Okay. Nice. Very good. The zombie is... Oh, sorry. Redva, you're next. So what are you doing? All right. I'm gonna try to do well. What is is the ogre? The ogre hurt? is still trying okay. to attack you, and it's hurt, but it's not that badly hurt. What's going to attack me? I'm gonna try to do like a maze thingy like this, uppercut, I guess. Okay, uppercut to its head. Give me an attack roll, please. Of course. Uh, let's see. Hopefully, this lands and kills him. Let's go. 16 is a hit for five points of damage. You slam your mace directly into its chin. Chunks of jaw and teeth fly away, but it doesn't seem to care. It is still coming on strong. Oh, snap. All right. So the ogre is going to attack you twice, 2d20, bashing you both times. It rolls a 5 and a 13. The 13 would have hit you. But you're a dwarf, you simply scamper between its legs and you dodge to the side and it thumps its fist into the ground where you were once standing. Okay, so suddenly out of the darkness you see the necromancer. He's advanced and moved forward. The darkness was centered on his location but not on him. He looks at the elf 
Lorlea for a second, shakes his head, looks at every, completes his spell, every, please make me a spell saving throw. Oh, delicious. You roll an 18. The necromancer goes like this and says, you're my puppet now. Kill them, <laughs> kill them all. Oh no. As he commands you to attack your friends. But you have resisted his spell. Okay, new round. I need a D6 roll, please, from Albaton for initiative. I rolled a four for the party. And Albaton rolls. Albaton? Four. Oh, four. Sorry, did you not see it? No, oh, there it is. I, I apologize. Yep, Santé's okay. initiative. Okay, right. Very good. Yep, it didn't didn't roll my screen, but that's fine. Okay, very good. You're all gotcha. working at the same time. However, once again, Lorlea, Albaton, and Every are all faster than the Necromancer and the Ogre. So, Lorlea, what are you doing? This bone is whack. <laughs> are you going to use it again? Just make, yeah. a, make a D100 roll. Use another charge. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Okay. All right. Oop. 74. 47. Or 47. Okay, thank you. 74 would have been a TPK, actually. But, so 47. So <clears throat> a stream of 600 large butterflies pour forth and flutter around for two rounds, blinding everyone. So the entire room is filled with butterflies. Oh, cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hold on, I think I just need to break this wand over my knee and we'll be in a better shape, to be honest. I've contributed Jack's plot to this. Oh, they're flying. Whoa. Is that a buffalo? Look at all them butterflies. Oh, no. Nice, a butterfly. <laughs> All right. Next is going to be... Um, sorry, Albaton. Okay. Um, so I'm simply going to try to um, maneuver over, jump on top of its back, and stab it with uh, my just my daggers. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't even bother making me a dex check. Just go ahead and do your attack roll. You'll make uh, one attack at plus two. Okay. And that's unfortunately a miss. Uh, okay. Oof. Every. Am next. I on its back or? You are not on its back. You missed it entirely, okay. unfortunately. But. All right. Okay. Every. Are you on mute? It's part of what's no, you resisted the spell. He thinks he's oh, charmed okay. you, but you you haven't. He didn't charm you. You resisted it. Okay. Well, I am going to use my two. You're shooting your your arrows at him. Okay, the first one's a miss. Second one is also a miss. The butterflies get in the way. You can't see a damn thing. So. Um. <laughs> All right. Next is going to be Redva. 
All right, I'm going to try to hit the ogre again. All right. You're going to be at minus four to hit. The butterflies are flying all around you. Yeah, I'm going to try to hit him again. I'm going to this time try to go against his leg. All right, very good. Make attack. All right. I'm I'm minus what? Minus four. Minus four. Okay. Is it hit modify? Yes. All right. So your roll of a modified 11 is unfortunately a miss. You're not able to hit him. The butterflies get in the way and make a mess of everything. Okay, the ogre is attacking as well. The butterflies are interfering with him also. But one of his fists manages to hit. And you take only two points of damage. It was a glancing blow. I put you down to two health. Oh, man. Two health? Oh, man. Me? No, or... it's Redva. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. is in hurting unit. Didn't quite dodge that one attack. Yeah. All right. And that's their round. The um, Necromancer is batting the butterflies away, is all confused, continuing to shout at Evra to kill them, kill them, not him. Okay. Very good. So I'm going to ask... Hmm. I think it's been... I think Lorlea's turn to do initiative, please. D6. DM rolls a four for the party, and you roll a five for the enemy. Party goes first. So again, Lorlea, you are the first one to take action. What are you doing? Everything's blinded. You can't really see. Okay. Um, this one is not ideal, so I'm not going to use it. Can I take out my other one that has, like, three shots left and... Try to fire at where I think the necromancer is. Go ahead, make your attack. Okay. <sighs> that is a hit. Even though the butterflies are in the way, the bolt of energy from your elven wand flies true and slams into the necromancer. Go ahead and make me a d4 roll for damage. That's two points of damage. The necromancer is slightly wounded by the hit, and you can smell burning cloth as the energy burns through his robe. Next is going to be Albaton. Albaton, you are behind the undead ogre. You'll be at plus two to attack. Uh, I'm going to attempt another stab. Okay, very good. Roll, um, plus two, submit. There we go. And unfortunately, it's another miss. So it's not there a hit. Your roll of a six is not enough to overcome the ogre's natural uh, defenses. And his the daggers just glance off of his flesh. Okay, next is every every. It's really difficult to fire your bow with all these butterflies. Sorry. But you can still do it. Two more attacks. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, make them. There's the first one. Okay, 15. Uh, that is actually a hit. And the second one, uh, 16, is a hit. You do seven points of damage total, and the arrows are now sticking under this guy. He is very, very unhappy, and you've disrupted his spell. Excellent. And there are too many butterflies for me to adjust his hit points, apparently. So I need to move things around. <laughs> Next is Redva. Redva, this ogre is nearly taking you out. You are badly wounded. What are you doing? Well, I think... Hmm. Let's see. Let's see what I have here. Can I cast a spell on me? You can cast a spell on you. What are you casting? I'm going to try to cast... Let's see. Which... 
I'm gonna try to cast protection from evil. Okay, that will give you a bonus against this creature. It's definitely, actually, it's not evil. It's neutral, I believe, for zombies. So you would know that wouldn't be effective against this zombie. Oh, okay. Uh, but sanctuary, sanctuary, maybe that would sanctuary, be effective. Then. Yep, I believe that's effective against anything. So. Alright, I'm gonna use Sanctuary so okay. I don't die. You cast Sanctuary, you take out a small mirror, and you you say this ritualistic prayer, and you feel yourself surrounded by holy divine energy that is hopefully going to protect you from this zombie. Um, the zombie okay. continues to try and attack you. It has to make a saving throw now against your magic. It does so, okay. and it rolls an eight and it fails it goes to attack you the holy energy surrounding you confuses it and now the zombie is completely ignoring you and unable to attack you as long as you take no aggressive action against it wow. it then turns around and attacks albaton twice oh i'm sorry <laughs> i'm dead see ya uh, Albaton, you are missed with the first hit, and you are hit with the second fist. It slams into you, and you take three points of damage. Peace. No. Are you at zero health? Yep. You are knocked back against the wall. You slump forward and are unconscious. <laughs> you are not dead. You are just reduced to zero hit points, and you're now considered to be at death's door. So, uh, okay. if you take any more hits you will be killed. So someone's got to get you out of there or help you in some way. If this zombie ogre hits you again, that's it. All right? Okay. So that's zero health. And the necromancer has had its spell disrupted. It begins to attempt to cast another spell, and we'll go to the next round. So let's have the person on the ground is unconscious. Roll for initiative, d6. DM rolls a 3 for the party, and you rolled a 4 for the enemy. The party moves first. Unfortunately, uh, the thief is down, leaving the uh, fighter magic user, Lord Leah, attacking first. What are you doing? Okay. Ah, uh, okay. If Everett can help out um, Albaton from being murdered, I can try to like my last two shots with my wand to get the necromancer to... I'm already, like, shooting at him. It'd be weird if I changed direction. So, all right. Shooting my wand again at the necromancer. Okay. My last two bolts. All right. Ten is a hit. Oh, by the way, the all of a sudden the uh, butterflies are gone. Oh, sweet. Thank you. <laughs> My butterflies. Okay. And give me a d4 for damage, please. Yep. One point. Okay. All right. And did you hit the Necromancer the first time? Yep. For four points, right? How many? I think it was three. Three? Okay, very good. Yeah, the Necromancer is looking pretty badly hurt right now. Good. Okay, next is Every. Every, you see Albaton take a massive hit from the ogre and is now unconscious in the corner. The ogre is <laughs> leering over her. Because the ogre has no more targets, Redva is invisible to it. 
due to the divine magic, it's clearly going to beat on Albaton again. So what are you doing, Every? Okay, I I will drop. Guess I'm, I'm just gonna drop my bow. Yeah. Okay, you drop your bow. I, I think I'm gonna drop it because it's faster, right? Yep. To drop it, and as uh, I am going to draw my short or my long sword, and pull out my shield, and I'm going to charge the back of this ogre. Okay. If you charge the back of the ogre, you could certainly attack it. You may take it down, you may not. Um, it will probably still attack Albaton. Oh. Even if I... Because I'm going to go first. Yep. So you, are you trying to get between it and Albaton? Are you moving around in front of it? Or are you charging it from behind? Yeah, I guess I'll try and move around the front then. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And put my shield in front of um, Albaton. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. It's... it's it's late. I'm. Yep. No problem. We're going to be done very soon. So you move around in front of the of the ogre or ogre zombie very quickly. You cover the broken form of Albaton with your shield. The shield is no longer protecting you, and the zombie will be beating you now instead of the halfling. You do, however, slash your sword into it, causing eight points of damage. It is badly hurt by that attack, but still coming on strong. Okay. Finally, Redva, you are next. What are you doing? Alright, I'm gonna... Do I need to attack? If you attack, you stop your protection spell. It's uh, Can I just go and grab Albaton and take him to a safe place? You could do that, yes. Okay, I'm just gonna make use of my spell so the old crit doesn't attack while I'm doing it. So, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take Albaton with me, put it on my shoulder, and take him to a safe place so I can heal him. Okay, just make me a d20 roll, please. D20? Okay. Okay, you struggle to do this, but you manage to move Albaton over to the bed here, and you stumble over here with Albaton, and you're both kind of lying across the bed. Albaton's still unconscious. You're still pretty badly hurt, but you were able to get Albaton away from the ogre uh, zombie and to relative safety, although the little halfling is unconscious and breathing irregularly. Okay, next the necromancer looks at you, Lorelei, and sneers and casts a spell. The spell is not going off yet. It takes going to take a little bit of time for this caster to get the spell off, but you can tell he's casting something pretty nasty. And now we have a new round. So, um, Lorlea, please roll me a d6 initiative, please. DM rolls a five for the party. Lorlea rolls a six for the enemy. So you guys move first. Uh, in your case, Lorlea, you are the first to take action. What are you doing? Right, my last, my last bolt <laughs> from okay. my, uh, this dude that just won't die. Okay, D twenty. Here we go. And that is a hit. Please no. roll for damage. Oh what? Oh sweet. I thought it was too high. No. Okay. You want high for a hit, uh, for an attack. Uh, your roll of a one for damage does not take him down. Ugh. He casts a spell at you, and you take 2d4 plus 2 damage from two magic missiles that fly from him. That's going to be a total of 5 points of damage. I'm at zero, then. So you are unconscious on the ground. You drop your wand. You fall back. There are smoking craters of magical uh. energy burned into your armor. The only two standing now are 
um, Ivry and uh, and uh, Redva, but everyone's pretty badly hurt. All right, Every, you are up. What are you doing? I'm going to hit this again. Okay, make your attack. <coughs> that is a hit for 10 points of damage. The zombie ogre rolls back, stumbles a little bit, giving you an attack of opportunity. It's still trying to lurch forward to beat on you, but it's so close to being dead. You get one more attack. And that roll of a five is a miss. The zombie lurches forward to attack you. And uh, the first blow goes wild because the zombie is so weak. The second blow slams directly into you. Your shield comes up almost on its own and blocks the attack and you're not even staggered by it. It just stops the zombie cold. The zombie then sort of moves back a little bit, seems a little bit confused, and doesn't really understand what's going on anymore. It's so close to death. Okay, next round. Every, please roll me a d6 for initiative. Five for the party. Five for the enemy. Simultaneous initiative, but you are faster. Every, what are you doing? I'm going to try and finish him off. Okay. Nine is a hit in the zombie's staggered state. You have a plus two to attack. Then the damage you do is enough to take it out. The ogre zombie falls apart and begins to disintegrate as the undead energy keeping it alive uh, vanishes. The necromancer shouts no and charges you with his staff, trying to touch you with it. He rolls a nat one and he fumbles, running past you into the wall. He touches the staff against the wall, says a command word that you don't quite make out, and there's a shower of sparks as electrical energy slams into the wall, leaving a burn mark. You have an attack of opportunity. I will take it. Okay. Make your attack. 15 is a hit for five points of damage. You spin the necromancer around. He is barely on his feet. He then immediately flees, heading towards the darkness to hide. Right past you, uh, Redva. Alright, I'm going to try to cast a healing spiel for everybody. Can I do that? You can. The necromancer is running past you right now, though, barely alive. Alright, I'm going to... Uh, uh, yeah, attack the necromancer. We, we can right. be healed in a minute. <laughs> I'm going to attack the necromancer, okay, given the attack. last blow he needs. So I'm just going to attack him while he's running past me. Okay. To Right to the head, so I can just kill him. Alright. All right. Uh, normal. Oh, okay, yeah. Here we go. And that is a nat 20. That is a nat 20 That's critical a GG. That is 16 points of damage. You you sort of jump off the bed, slamming your new mace directly down onto the necromancer. His head actually gets pushed into his torso from the force of the blow, and his body simply crumples at the foot of the bed, and he no longer moves. All right. Congratulations. I would like to make it abundantly clear, I did no damage that entire fight. Every single shot, nothing hit. No, I did one point of damage to, no, I didn't do damage, but I did hit. Um, you, you got rid of, uh, a, you got rid of a, 
You hit Red Veil, but you did get rid of a Necromancer, one of the yeah. illusions. So you did something. <sighs> I just yeah. caused more chaos, and it makes you feel any better. So. All right, so the Necromancer drops his staff and the silver dagger at his side. Oh, sorry. Oh. The, Sorry, just, you good? I just got it. It's okay. Oh. So the necromancer drops his staff on the ground and the silver dagger. Um, <clears throat> Lorlea and Albaton are horribly, horribly wounded. The necromancer does Yo. have three potions on his belt. One of them smashed when it hit the ground. Two are still there. Um, I'm assuming when... Um he gets back, we'll be able to do a okay. potion check. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see he had to leave, so we, we've lost a player temporarily. He'll be back in a moment. Well, Every's still here, so if you want to do something, Every, you still can. That's fine. <laughs> so Every, you use your healing skill to help everybody out. You're not able to restore Lorlea or Albaton to consciousness. Everyone's wounds are tended to, however, and you don't think they're going to get infected, but time will tell. There are two potions on the necromancer's corpse. They look exactly like the healing potion that was drunk earlier. Yeah, so I can't. Yeah, we're, we're, we're both we're both unconscious, but like we agree, we we can sum up. Come on, just drink it. someone pour it into our unconscious mouths. Okay, drinking right, a, drinking a potion when it. you're I'm unconscious. All right, drinking a potion when you're unconscious is not as effective, but both of you gain back. Four hit points, and you're brought back to consciousness. Uh, you're okay. gonna be you're gonna be weak for a full day until you get some rest. You were uh, badly badly wounded to the point of unconsciousness. You'll be at minus four for all actions, but you are alive. Nice. All right. So now I'm assuming since it didn't have like a key or anything, I'm assuming it was probably a magic lock. And now that he's dead, it should be gone. It seems well, like his staff fits into the lock hole. Oh, okay. Well, oh, there we okay. go. Okay, grab the staff. All right. <laughs> you grab the staff. Let's go. Everyone's going over right. to the to the lock hole again. Yep. Okay, very good. You place the staff into the lock hole. Uh, what's that, uh, Cricket? Pick up my bow. Pick up your bow. Very good. Excellent. And the moment you put oh. your staff into the lock hole, the magical trap door that appeared to lock Princess Ma Megan Maverick here in the room vanishes. And the door is open. And, and Megan says, hello! I, so, I'm glad you all came for me, but did you get the dagger from the necromancer? I did. did yes. May I see it? And, and pay no attention to my little friend over here. And you look behind her. And the room has a chest in it that's been opened. There's a mirror in the far wall. And somehow, Princess Megan has her own little baby pet dragon. Hi. Aww. Aww. <laughs> but what? I could really use that silver dagger. Did you find it? Yes, here it is. And I pull it out of my pack and I give it to Megan. She's like, oh, this was the necromancer's dagger? Excellent. I mean, we found it. And she like, and she goes probably. and she says, uh, "That's all. I, that's all. I, that's all I need from you now. Thank you." And then she goes over to this mirror. She opens. She takes the dagger out of the mirror. She cuts the mirror with the dagger, and it opens a void in the mirror. And then she whistles to her dragon, and she and the dragon walk through and vanish. Oh, 
What the heck, what? Megan? We went through all of that <laughs> for you to leave? You're a terrible friend, Megan. You uh, suck. It's so rude. What's in the chest? <laughs> the chest is open and empty. I check the chest. And you do oh, notice that the... Screw you, Megan. The chest oh. is open and empty. And you do notice that the Necromancer's dagger was ex identical to the silver dagger you found in the chest earlier, the one that Every gave to Megan. Mm. Okay. Um, so... So we Are gave, we supposed to cut through the portal here? Or the wrong dagger? You gave oh, her one yeah, of the, yeah. you gave her a silver dagger. It's exact an exact replica of the one the Necromancer had. You're not sure so why I'm it was gonna, in the other chest. I'm gonna go grab the other dagger, um, off of the Necromancer and then come back and do what Princess Megan just did. Okay. You Sweet. push the and dagger against the mirror and immediately the dagger penetrates the mirror and seems to open up a void in the mirror revealing a space beyond let's right. go. We go let's go you're all going through the mirror yep, yes. yep. okay um who did the cut i did uh albaton make me a d100 roll oh no <laughs> all right you all go into the mirror and you hear the sounds of a jungle on the other side. And we're going to end it there because you guys went to a different spot than Megan did. Oh! <laughs> and that's, that's the amazing. birthday one-shot adventure for Meg. We went a little over time. Thank you, everyone, for attending. I hope you had fun. Your characters now find themselves in some kind of crazy jungle place where Megan has clearly gone somewhere else of her choosing because she clearly knew what this dagger was, came here to find it, and knows how to use it to move between mirrors. Thanks, everyone. Hope you had fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's the end of the one-shot Meg's birthday Advanced Dungeons & Dragons session. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night. That's it for the World of Cloth Players podcast. Please tune in for more of our live play sessions.